Hey, everybody. Jesse here from Flyers Alley and OC Sports Network. Want to rep our new sponsor, Sterling Pig Brewery out of Media, Pennsylvania. Right now, I am drinking the Snuffler IPA. Literally, their flagship easy-drinking IPA with hoppy notes and citrus and tropical fruit. Let me tell you something. This thing goes down smooth. It's great for a pound session, and it's great for a good Flyers game. Guys, go to www.sterlingpig.com. Go into the store, pick up some of their merch, pick up some of their beers. Have a great night. Hey, guys. Jesse from Flyers Alley. I'm here to tell you to head on over to www.bodycheckwellness.com and use our promo code OCS in all caps to save 25% on your hemp-derived CBD oils, functional mushroom blends, and edibles for you and your doggos. We all love Body Check Wellness in the alley. You guys will, too. and welcome to Flyers Alley. I'm your host, Jesse Bell, the Admiral, Jesse from Delco, like I said, whatever you want to call me. Um, with me in the alley, as always, Gummy Wade. Wade, how you doing? Good, good. How about yourself? I'm good. Good. We got a, uh, okay, I probably should have turned this down. Yeah. Um, got a special guest, new addition to Old City Sports Network. Everybody, uh, welcome Anthony Verasto to the Alley, and Old City Sports Network. Thanks, boys. How's it going? Happy to be here. Going good, going good. Glad to add you to the network. Figured you're a fellow Flyers fan from a different state. Um, figured we bring you on and throw it down in here. Uh, you guys can catch uh, – he's the host of the Off the Rails podcast. You can get them on Twitter at Off the Rails Pod 2 and on Twitter, the Off the Rails podcast on Instagram. Um, just kind of explain to everybody what exactly it is, the Off the Rails podcast. So basically what it is is myself and one of my best friends from college. Uh, we went to school for sports broadcasting, and we had a show all four years there. And we were like, ah, oh, like, what the fuck, man? We, like, we love chatting with each other, and we always argue about sports. So let's just do a podcast and see what happens. And uh, we had one at first. Weren't too consistent with it. And then we got a second one. And uh, this one, we're more consistent with it now. And we'll talk anything from sports to whatever is current to music. Like, it really doesn't matter. And, yeah, we're both from Boston, myself and Mikey. He's a Boston sports fan. I'm Philadelphia. So, right there, you get that back and forth between us. And then also, uh, he's all Irish. I'm mostly Italian, like 75%. So right there, we go back and forth with nationalities and stuff. But, uh, yeah, some good stuff. Just recorded an episode this morning that just got posted. Uh, It's a lot of fun, man. You get to shoot the shit, help stay in touch, because now I'm not living in the Northeast. But uh, all good all good fun. Yeah, I I, uh, was kind of trolling around on the uh, the podcast uh, front and kind of stumbled across you guys. And I think it's going to be an absolute great addition to the network. Um, I like, I like you. I listen. I listened to the, the most current episode, obviously before this one that's out now. And I, I love that it was hilarious and the Boston accents definitely help, but it's definitely different. And I can't wait for our, our fans, especially Greg Montour. He's going to be coming in. Greg Montour is actually, uh, 
Brandon Montour's uncle from the Florida Panthers. Oh, okay. He's, he's a huge Flyers fan. It's insane. We've had him. I had him on the show once when uh, Wade was uh, doing daddy duty. Yeah. Um, so like, uh, he uh, he. It's very interesting. It's going to be interesting to uh, bring up the topics that we're going to bring up and uh, have someone with a Boston accent kind of throw it down with us uh, here in Philly. So uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, we expect obviously great things from you guys. But it's kind of cool because you guys kind of just do your do your thing. But now you got like sponsors and shit so that's pretty cool yeah no again we appreciate it we're very excited to be with you guys and uh yeah i mean this this latest episode we just dropped today it's uh right off the bat we live up to the name and just get right off the rails so check us out now like like we are from philly so we don't give a shit about anything so if you got something to say say it but you know the the typical do not you know kind of stay away from them um with that being said um you can like us on Facebook at our like page at facebook.com slash Flyers Alley, on Twitter at Flyers Alley Pod 1, and Instagram at Flyers Alley. And you can go check out all of our shows, Flyers Alley and Off the Rails Podcast, at www.oldcitysports.com, old spelled O-L-D-E. Also, we are big advocates for the Ice Wars thing that is happening May 21st. Uh, if you're going to come to the event that we're throwing in Aston at Iceworks Skate Complex, Please Venmo me your $10. I will not be taking stuff at the door. I will save your seat. Please have money. Come do it. Instagram and Twitter at Isis War and go to www.iwifights.com. The shit's insane. It's going to be out of control. And I believe that we're announcing a lot of the uh, the fighters this week, uh, what's going on. And there's going to be another bomb dropped of a, uh, a former enforcer coming back to the to the rank and trying to be king of the rank so that's going to be interesting um but that being said let's uh let's get into some uh, alley talk um this segment of Alley Talk is brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. Use promo code OCS in all caps. I know it's not in all caps there, but we need it in all caps. For 25% off your hemp-derived CBD oils, function mushroom blends, and edibles for your dogs. They work. My dog's nuts. He's not nuts anymore, but we did have to get off the CBD, and we had to throw, start throwing some. Uh, I don't even know what the pill is, but we started at him, and he calms down. Um, he's actually on, what is it? Uh, Benadryl. Ben's got like yeah. this backward sneeze thing going on right now. I Fucking just, allergies, I, man. Dude, it's a dog though. It's a dog. Like I'm, I'm ready for the vet to be like, oh, he's allergic to other dogs. I'm, I'm gonna like lose my mind. Um, it's allergic to you. <laughs> other dogs, like I said. Um, yeah. So Lou Nolan celebrates his 50 years. I mean, this is a big thing. I did tweet out the other day. Um, you know, the first time I was in the press box, Lou Nolan was the first person that came up to me and uh, kind of showed me not really the ropes, but kind of where to go because you're kind of at the top of the of the arena and uh, it, it doesn't really tell you what to do. So, um, you know, hats off to Lou Nolan, you know, maybe catch your wife next time. I don't know, um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have anything for that. I mean, he's the announcer for the Flyers. He's been there for 50 years, uh, you know, good on him, you know, for doing it for 50 years, I guess. Yeah, I felt man, like it's an, incredible. 
I felt like an asshole if I didn't like kind of throw throw him like a bone or something like that. So <laughs> I've listened to like two other pods like that have uh, happened since the other night, and none of them had said a word about it. So I was kind of yeah, it was dick. Um, but yeah, so I like how uh, nobody really voted for Lou to be inducted into the Flyers Hall of Fame. I mean, it's not the NHL Hall of Fame, but the Flyers Hall of Fame. He should have been up there. He's been announcing the Flyers for longer than any of us been alive, so his name should be up there. Well, it's kind of difficult when you throw his name on. He should have just been inducted. It shouldn't have been like a vote. Yes. He's the announcer. So they like, just wanted to throw the word voting around to, to try to drive more fucking ticket sales up for the day that they induct people in. You're just all over that shit. Well, the last the last big splash that they had was the Lindros. Yeah, yeah, that was well, no voting. They just inducted him. Yeah, they didn't have to vote Tocket in. It but it was the same thing, though. It was the same thing. It was like it was like, do you uh, do you want to vote for them or Lou Nolan? And I I literally said I I will I will be honest as hell. I said, who the fuck is Lou Nolan? Yeah, <laughs> it's like last year. I was like, I don't fucking know who's that. And it's the announcer guy. I'm like, oh fuck, dude. All right, well, And they and animal. also they left out the hound, a fucking guy that won a fucking Stanley Cup, two Stanley Cups, and had a game winning goal in the Stanley Cup. And the fans decided not to vote him in either. What's I mean, I mean Anthony, you know, say Anthony's not even in in the, the state of Pennsylvania, and you know how bad the fan base is. That doesn't surprise anyone, though. Yeah, I mean, but it probably stems from just the team. Like they've made everything just so bland this year. Like. They like whip this whole Lou Nolan thing up in less than a week. Like, oh, we're gonna honor him and shit. And it's like, you know, even when the Hall of Fame stuff happened a couple months ago, you know, it was they didn't tell people to get to their seats early. So what can you expect from them? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. I uh, I got the email the other day. It was just like they usually announce this a lot earlier than this. Why is it? This is happening in like what a two days? Like, what is? What do you mean? Like, hopefully, I, uh, it's not a health health issue. That might have yeah. popped up. Didn't even, didn't even think of that, but you know, people die. Um, with that people, being said, people fall face down on the ice too. Jesus, a kid could have done something, dude. You know, I'm not, I'm not letting that go. I should throw him into a segment. Yeah, you know. uh, I mean, he's probably pushing what seventy. Yeah, I'll give him that. If he's been doing that for fifty years, and you know. Probably, probably, probably longer than that. Probably older than that. I don't know. Not too interested in that stuff. Um, but yeah, hats off to Lou Nolan. Uh, uh, it's kind of interesting. Who's who? Who would be the next Lou Nolan? I mean, yeah, I can do it. We'll probably put Stevie Coates up there. Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, he's already down on ringside on the radio. Hammer. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who it's not going to be. Leah Hextall. That fucking woman drives me insane. I can't fucking deal with that. I would listen to Taryn Hatcher. I would 100% listen to Taryn Hatcher. She at least or, knows the lingo. Or at least... Oh, <laughs> Taryn has fun with it, man. Like, she crushes on NBC. I like when she uh, when she talks. And she's not afraid to, like, throw a jab at the team, too. You know, she's not one of these broadcasters because they work for the team. Like, oh, we'll, we'll sugarcoat it. Like, no, she just... If she if it is, it's that she'll just say it. Yeah. Dead I guess terrible. that's the benefit of sitting there with Scott Hartnell, too. Right. Because, you know, if somebody tries to repair Hartnell's, it's probably be like, you know, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, they're, they're a good team on there. I'm, I'm glad they got that. I mean, when they when they moved on from uh, – I mean, 
you could kind of tell when when Chris Terrian was kind of they were I don't know if they were getting tired of him or they were just uh I like that the Terrian spoke his mind and I think that's what got him in trouble. Um but I think Scott Hartnell was like a, was a good uh you know matchup for Terran Hatcher. If you uh, listen to some of the episodes, I think it's uh, uh nasty knuckles. He he talks about sometimes about how how nervous he is all he was all the time and he didn't think they or they were calling him like a big rooster because of his new haircut. That, that yeah. fucking thing. The high yeah, top. What is that? I don't know. The high I top. I, I I don't have hair, so like you know, I don't I don't know if that's like a, my my fashion statement is you know when it it just looks bad, I I shave it. Um, I don't know. It's a rooster. He looks like a rooster. Um, but yeah, so it's kind I mean, of interesting. He can go with that fro again, the playoff fro. That's but more acceptable. I like slinky hair, really. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, cool. Lou Nolan, 50 years. Congratulations, brother. Let's move on to um, the Flyers versus the um, – what's going on here? I'm just losing control of this. Yes. I think I you were going to pull up the Rangers. Yeah, I was going to, and it started going nuts. There we go. Okay. Flyers defeat the Rangers in a shootout, 4-3. to three. Now – we can go to Anthony first. I don't know uh, your thoughts on this. Um, obviously, it's a shootout win, so that's always interesting. Yeah, I mean, they don't have a shootout goal all season, and then Kevin Hayes buries one, and you beat a team you have no business even contending with in a game. Like, well, how the hell does that happen? But you know what? As much as I want to see them tank the rest of the season, get a better draft pick, I do like how the younger guys, and I know you're going to talk about them later, but like Owen Tippett's one of them, Noah Cage is one. You know, they're not conceding to the notion that this is a lost season. They, they're they playing every game like they have something to prove. And I feel like in that Rangers game, that was pretty evident. Yeah, the um, it, what's, it, it is nice to see these guys because uh, I could just go over what, you know, the first period, um, you know, Cam York scores. It's this is this is great because, you know, Cam York scores assisted by Nate Thompson, who is literally like probably the maybe the most hated roster spot on, on the flyers right now in the fan base, for some reason, I, I, I don't, I do get it, but it's like, I don't know. Seeing him assist Cam York, it, it, it kind of has shut people up a little bit, but obviously the people that don't pay attention to stuff like that, they just keep going. And it's funny. Cause if you tag him and like talk smack on him, he'll, he'll come back. Like I I've, I've tweeted out a couple things and he likes it. I don't, I, I'm, I'm a huge Nate Thompson fan, but, um, yeah, he'll come back and call you a piece of shit. <laughs> but I love Nate Thompson. But uh, yeah, I don't get the hate on it. I really don't. Because he's older. Wait, wait, can, wait, can fill that in. You want to fill that in, wait? I mean, our fans tend to not like uh, veterans, you know, that are around the league. They like our own veterans. Like, say, like, you know, when eventually or if Drew comes back, you know, our fans would be like, oh, yeah, he's back. But Nate Thompson's like an outsider. He's been here for like one season before and then we bring him back again. Oh, okay. Good on you, Greg. Greg Montour <laughs> says nobody wants to have a ceremony in their name this year. Oh. That's legit. I just, you know, I would be bringing in all the veterans right now, like in these off seasons, like you're going to have a younger team next season moving forward. Might as well get the guys that can mentor them the right way. So we don't have to deal with the last decade that we just had to put up with, you know? 
Yes. Well, that's the that's the sense in it, and that's what why you know you, you can catch me trolling uh trolling Facebook, you can catch me trolling Twitter because I I just I refuse to let people say these things because it's just it's ignorance. Like you just expect these. So I, I used to be, if you listen to earlier episodes of Flyers Alley, I used to be totally against um the kids coming up from the AHL. Well, now I'm kind of like on the fence. Now, if you want to bring them up, who's going to mentor them? You're just gonna just let the kids mentor the kids. Like, no, there's there's a good bit of veterans on the team, but you know when you get rid of like a, a Derek Broussard, uh, and then you you also have you know Keith Yandel, you're putting him on the on the chopping block and treating him the way you're treating him. When every single player in the locker room is telling you he's a huge advocate for you know helping the the youth get get on their feet, you know what, what do you expect to happen? And then they're gonna get torched and run out of town. You know, I honestly think. Uh, Claude Giroux getting traded is what saved Morgan Frost's career in in, in Philadelphia. Uh, I I think that's a hot maybe a hot topic, but one hundred percent. He's playing great now. I I love Morgan Frost's play right now. His he's confidence is growing so much too. Yes, he had to you get out, out, out from behind that shadow of of, of Claude Giroux. And if I, I could just jump in here, sorry to cut you off. No, man. go right ahead. With the veterans in this Flyers team, it's like not to bring in another sport, but you look at the Sixers, right? And they did this whole trust the process shit. We're going to tank. We're going to get the one picks. Okay, that's great and all. You get Ben Simmons. You get Embiid, uh, Markel Fultz. Okay, you have the young, talented players. They don't know how to play in the NBA. They don't know the M- every single day NBA life, and that's why they were sputtering for so long. And another veteran that gets a lot of shit, which I don't understand why, is Danny Green. Here's a guy coming in, three NBA championship rings. Let these guys learn from a champion, you know, what it takes to be a pro every day. Come in, put in that extra work, you know, put in the time and go on these long runs. That's great. Flyers are going to get Tippett, Morgan Frost, Cam York, all these young guys. That's awesome. I want some guys that are going to help them develop into being pros down the long run. Okay, I like I've said to you, Jesse, I live in Boston or I used to, you know, they got Patrice Bergeron, one of the best pros in all of sports. Well, when he was a young kid, he lived with a veteran named Martin LaPointe, who won cups with Detroit, had that pedigree. And it's paid off in the long run for the Bruins, obviously. I want to see the Flyers do that. You know, these young defensemen, they can learn a learn a thing or two from Yandel, the forwards. You know, you have a big face off. Yeah, you're a young guy. You might not think anything of it. To Nate Thompson, that's life. You know, these must have face offs are for Nate Thompson. I want my young guys like Frost and Farabee if he plays center, even Couturier. I want them to learn from these veterans like that moving forward, and hopefully that can make an even better or legit foundation for this team moving forward. Yeah, those are – you literally just said everything I said, just smarter. Like you, <laughs> I don't you, know about you said, that. You're saying what, I, what I've been saying all season, just it sounded better when you just said <laughs> There's a lot less fucks in there too. <laughs> I'm um, trying to be nice today. Ah, uh, don't do that. You're not. Once once I start ripping this stuff up, he's gonna get fired up. I know that's gonna happen. Um, it happens, and that's what makes for good episodes. Um, but with that being said, yeah, you need to keep your veterans. And like I said, so Cam York scores in the first period, uh, assisted by Nate Thompson. Then Owen Tippett scores, assisted by Kevin Hayes. Second period, no goal. So there's, and this is what's funny about what Anthony had said. You know, this is a team that that that's making an absolute run in the playoffs. Like they're they're all, I wouldn't call them a wagon right now, but they're they're there. Like, and they got my boy Ryan Reeves, so like, they're going. I would love to see Ryan Reeves just beat beat the hell out of out of uh, Wilson in the playoffs, but I don't even know if they're getting it. Um, 
No goals in the second period. Then Joel Farabee, who apparently had the flu the other night, but now doesn't, um, assisted by Sanheim and uh, Lindblom. And then we get the shootout win from Kevin Hayes, which let me, I, it was, it was, a, it was a great shot. Uh, uh, Kevin Hayes surprises me every single time he's on the ice. Like it's just, yeah. he defies the laws of gravity. Like it's interesting, but that's uh that's what I got for that game. Uh, we can move on if you guys you got anything else to say about the the Rangers game. No, always no. to beat the Rags, man. Yeah, always, always, and and the shootout win. It hasn't happened in like a decade. Oh, well, they brought it up during the uh, the game. That um, it seems like when we do end up having a shootout against the Rangers, we usually end up winning in clutch moments. Uh, they were talking about, I believe, the 2010 year. Mm. I think we needed to beat them, yeah, in the last any way possible to to get into the playoffs. And then obviously we we beat them with Bush in the net, and uh, we went on the cup run. Then Patrick Kane happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does things like that. Um, don't forget should've, the Boston game. Been a uh, don't forget the Boston. Yeah, you should have. Don't forget the Boston game when uh, Marshan uh, missed the puck and actually hit it and missed it. So oh, uh, that was great. a shootout win. That was a shootout win. Yes, that was nice. That was nice. We'll never forget that, Brad. We'll, 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 we'll never forget that. Um, moving on to the absolute. I, I hated this game. Um, I, I really thought we should have won this. Uh, Flyers lose to the Blue Jackets four to two. Um, it just. But it, the, I hate to be like the guy that says, oh, there's good things to come out of a loss. But there was. I mean, Noah Cates scored. You know, he's he, the kid. And I know Anthony's a huge advocate for him as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Cates family. You know, I love Jackson Cates. Hope, uh, hopefully his injury, he's getting over that. That was a pretty nasty injury that he had. Um, but, I mean, this guy, Noah, is starting to – he's starting to – what was the tweet that you 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 retweeted something that someone else had said? I think it was about winning board battles. They talking about me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know somebody, somebody in Canada. I don't know this guy. He claims he has some insights with Philly, but yeah, he was saying it's nice to see somebody on the team win board battles, and it's like, yeah, we haven't seen that in so friggin' long. He does win the board battles, but. Whether it's PK, five-on-five, five, but I've been impressed with Cates about his, his IQ of the game. And he always has a stick in the right spot. There was a play in that Columbus game where, you know, they're on the power play, the Blue Jackets. They try to go from the half wall to the point, and he has a stick in the way out of nowhere and just breaks up, goes down the ice for the, for the change there. But obviously it was great to see him score as well. It's nice to see a young kid already come into the league with a head for the game. Like, that's something that takes a while if you can even teach it. So it's just all the more for my fandom for Noah Cates. Yeah, I mean, plus now, I mean, how long has it been since we've had actually a pretty and like I like you said, we'll we'll talk about it later. But it's good to see a, a group of kids come in that are actually starting to solidify, not on paper. And you'll understand what I mean when we get to that. It's not looking like good on paper. Um, but yeah, so. This this game, I didn't like this game at all, um, especially because right off the bat, you know, I think his name is Gaunts, came out and scored. I mean, that just kind of solidified everything for me. I, I kind of thought the game was going to be over at that just because I, I don't like Columbus. Like, I don't think they – I just feel like they have no business. Like, they had no business beating us in this game. I, I thought we should have came out a little fiery in that game. And, and, I mean, Cates came out, scored. He was assisted by my buddy Patrick Brown. Who was another guy that everyone thinks shouldn't be on the team? But I mean, uh, Wade, I know you like 
you like Brown's play at this point. Brown is – he's just – I don't know. He's kind of the package deal at this point. He's not scoring as need. much as everyone, but, yeah. He, he wasn't sold as a scorer. He's sold as a defensive forward. He does yeah. PKs. He, I don't think I've seen him on the power play this year, but, I mean, he really shouldn't. He's more of a defensive-minded forward. Another veterans, veteran-ish type of guy. Yeah. You know, you packaged him with Bassard. I mean, that line was fucking good. And Willman, when all three of them were going. Yeah. But, you know, that's, yeah, that's in the a- past now. <laughs> They'll get riled up for things that don't matter, I guess, right? Um, yeah. I mean, so like I said, four two we lose. Kate's uh, scores, assisted by Brown, JVR, and no one likes JVR. Um, JVR was assisted by Atard, and I'm gonna call. I don't know if it's Attard, but Atard's just easier for me to say. Um, and uh, Hayes, and then that was that was a wrap. I mean, their their goalie showed up, and the one thing that I think a lot of people and me, I forgot that uh, Merz Lincoln's is a good goalie. Um, Streaky, I, yeah. Well, so Corpus Salo was he was a lot streakier than he than Elvis is. I feel and I, I I liked him. I don't know what happened to him. I know he got he just kind of fell off the face of the earth, really. Um, but then the Flyers come out the next what was it Thursday, come out and they win four to one. Now, there there is one thing with these games, and obviously, we'll get into the, the Ducks loss too. Um, the game's different without Zach McEwen. Zach McEwen's hurt, and he's been hurt ever since the fight with, uh, you know, Sim- Simmons. Uh, Simmons just absolutely, you know. Are you sure that was a fight? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't even think he hit him once. <laughs> but it was uh, that one. I still to that that uppercut. It was just so vicious. When you, when someone's got long hair and they hit the uppercut, the hair just goes up. It's just up. Uh, <laughs> he fucking teeth. He stretched him. Um, Flyers win four to one. Now this was obviously great, and but it, it sucks though because I mean, like I do agree with people on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, it's a great win, but doesn't matter now. No, it doesn't matter. But it's good for morale, and it's good for the kids to get some play time and to win. I mean, if we could win a lot of games and then go into the off season, and then you know come back, maybe have some of these kids in the the lineup. You know, they were they were part of a winning aspect of the season instead of you know just. That's why I don't like the idea of tanking. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't because somehow we'll tank and we'll still fuck up. Uh, Nolan Patrick, JVR. I mean, at least JV, JVR can eventually put points up, but well, every time we talk shit on him, he goes and scores like fucking two goals a night. I he mean, needs to sit his big body ass in front of the net. <laughs> you talk about a, a guy. Was he six four, six five? But he plays yeah. like he's five ten. He's just. Yeah, that's fine. Let's keep chirping him then. Hopefully, he'll score more points, and some suck ass team will take the bait and trade for him this summer. That would be great. That's gonna be yeah. It's definitely gonna be something we're gonna talk about in a little while. <laughs> what the fuck needs to happen in off season? Um, with this game though, I mean, obviously you're you're absolutely uh, shocked when Kevin Canard comes out and scores unassisted. Uh, First goal in two two or three seasons, I think the uh, the announcer said. Like Richie, who's this? Greg, what are you talking about? Dude, that was a snipe by Connaughton, by the way. Like I was never yeah. expecting that. Yeah, Dude, my five-year-old just said Connaughton scored, and I was I was like kind of shocked at the fact that she knew who he was because <laughs> all she does is run around saying she loves Kevin Hayes. 
but uh, I, I absolutely, and it was, it was a great shot. So that that may be a case of maybe playing playing the guy in the with the wrong role, but obviously he has to stay on defense. But I mean, you know, maybe a little bit offensive defenseman. Um, and then Owen Tippett scores, uh, assisted by Sanheim and Hayes. Noah Kate scores, assisted by Proveroff. And then uh, Konechny scored, assisted by Frost and, and Sandheim. Sandheim's starting to get some points. I'm kind of mad I took him off my fantasy. Not that mad. Yeah, I won't be that mad. No. Yeah, better hey, pickups. Sandheim, to me, is another guy that mostly during this season, but especially the last couple months, has really upped his game. I feel like being away from AV has allowed him to play more of his style. I mean, you look at this week. What do you have? He had uh, in four games, he had a goal and three assists. Like finally between him and Provorov, somebody back there is grabbing a stranglehold of like leading the charge out of the back end. And contract wise, I'm glad it's Sanheim. Yeah. Sanheim's left a bad taste in my mouth since the arbitration. I'm just, I'm never going to get over that. And for, for the viewers that don't, and I know a lot of you don't understand what the arbitration is. Um, I'm not going to explain what it is, but I mean, the aspect of, you know, them basically um, assessing their how much they should get paid due to their um, performance. And the fact that he got paid it, what he got paid is just it is mind-blowing. Um, I just don't think Sandheim's that good. Um, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just don't think he's, he's worth that money. Um, but also, with something that you had said, Anthony, um, were you uh, anti-AV? Um, do you think AV had a, had a had a negative um, print on this team? I don't know. I wasn't anti AV. I just thought going into his tenure here, it, he was kind of put in a bad spot. Either build the team the way he coaches, or get a coach the way you want to build the team. Um, from things you hear from different shows and things you read, it sounded like AV wanted connecting to more just enough with the chirping and all that shit. Just play the game of hockey, and now. You see him chirp a little bit more now that he's gone. But I don't know. It sounds like he was very hard with structures and play a certain way. And now they have a different style, a coach in the interim that apparently the players all like. And it seems like that is more of a confidence boost for Sanheim. Yeah, I feel I feel like there's more coddling that's happening with, with uh, Mike Yo. But if you actually – if you listen to a lot of other shows, like you were just saying, a lot of players that know him um, – I, if I can quote um, Spitting Chicklets, I think it was – I can never remember his fucking name. Not Paul Bissonnette. What's the other one? Oh, Whitney. Ryan Whitney. Whitney, Whitney called him a piece of shit. Yeah. Literally called him a piece of shit. Whitney did? Of all, I swear uh, to God. Everybody dude, on that show? I wow. swear to God, dude. Well, if it was – it, it <clears> had to have been that because the main ones I listened to were Dropping the Gloves, uh, Spitting Chicklets, and uh, Missing Curfew. And you know my show, um, but um, I, I swear to God, it was one of those guys on there. And I'm pretty sure it was it was it was. That Whit sounds right because I remember hearing it being like, "Oh shit, wow, Wit coming from the fences there." I stopped yeah. my forklift and was just like, "Oh." So like, if one person says it, um, a lot of people because he was he he fought back in the day when he played. I mean, he was he was kind of not really an enforcer, but he he fought. So he's got that that killer instinct and that fighting aspect, but. Uh, for Whit- Whitney doesn't really say that about anybody, so I kind of I, I respect his opinion. And uh, w- one of the segments we have coming up is going to be an absolute, you know, 
shellacking of uh, Mike Yo because I, I feel like something's going on here. Um, Sandheim suck, sucks. Should have drafted Montour. He hates Sandheim. Greg Montour absolutely hates. It. I I do think that I, I really wanted them to get Mon- uh, Brandon because Brandon is a monster. I wanted them to trade for him. Uh, I didn't see the draft year uh, on him, but uh, once uh, uh, yeah. Buffalo decided to bring that, you know, everybody's available dinner bill, I really wanted to get him. Yeah, I mean, it it, it looks biased because he's we're f- friends of the show, I guess, but, like, he he's fast as fuck. He's a good player. I, I really, I really, I really thought, and it may have just been me like hoping that we were gonna get him, but like I really wanted to get Montour. Um, move on uh, to the Ducks shellacking that happened. Um, you know, Sandheim and Atard both scored. Provorov scored in the third period. Um, I don't know. This uh, it's are the guess, Ducks? Are, are the we Ducks not playing team? forwards? Everybody that scored was all defensemen on our team. And literally all the forwards are assisting. Like it's uh Sandheim assisted by Frost and Konechny. And then it's uh Hodson and uh, Lawton assistant uh Adderd or whatever you want to call. Them. Um this game sucked. I mean, and now they have like no physicality because they got rid of um what's his name? Delorier. He's in Minnesota now. So like, this is just, we should have won this game. I mean, we, they took their foot off the pedal. Uh, they came out hot and the ducks literally just shot us out of the air. So, um, I don't know if you guys have anything more on this. I just, I don't really like, you know, talk about these shitty ass loses. I didn't watch it. So pro Provorov was was assisted by uh, Thompson and York, though. That just solidifies my other, you know, point. Um, you did watch it. I watched. I watched as much as I could. What are your uh, what takes do you have from this game? Andrew? I mean, the the first five minutes, like where the fuck was that? Where's that been the whole year from this team? You know, they come out great, shooting from the points, actually on net, and then you know, da- uh, not Dallas, yeah. Dallas Eakins, the coach for the Ducks, they call a timeout, so the game kind of slows down. But like the earliest timeout ever called in sports history, right? <laughs> like, like what goes this. on in the locker room for Philly in the, in between periods that you allow that shit show in the second period to happen? Like I want to know what goes on in that locker room. What do they talk about besides going out after? Because there's no excuse to come out and just allow three goals like that. It was bullshit. And then I know they had a bit of a run in the third period. Then five minutes ago, Anaheim puts up two. And it's like, okay, another loss. But the good thing is they kept it in regulation. So no points. No no fake pity points for that loss. Right. Yeah, and it's it's it, 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 I think that's been a question for a long time is they come out hot, which is nuts, though, because now they've kind of reversed it. They, uh, they would come out flat, and me, I'm, I'm going to back them up and give them a little bit of credit where I shouldn't. Um, it kind of looked like they assessed the first period and half the second period. And then the second half of the second period and the third period, they just turned it around and fucking go full force. Um, now they're coming out hot in the beginning and they're just dying off completely. And the, 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 they play 20 minutes and then they don't play the other 40. So it's just. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a coaching problem. I, I mean. I think it's in the DNA. I think. I Look. Just hold up. I... We got we got we got breaking news here. Oh, hold up. You heard it first on Flyers Alley. I love doing this. I just love doing that. Um, Flyers 
signed forward Bobby Brink to entry level contract. Oh, great. That was going to be uh, a five foot nothing for. dream coming at us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did he even play in the final four of those two games? I don't. I I think he played in one. I'm not. No, sure. he, I don't, he did. I, he did, but he didn't do did shit. He? I'm just saying. I think. I think I had seen someone said. Uh, is he even? I did. Was it you? Was yeah, that player? was me. Was that yeah. you? <laughs> is he even playing right now? I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And, uh, I must have been. I, I didn't chirp you up, so I definitely realized <clears> it was you. Probably. Oh, I just. I, you hear all the praise on him. Hey, hopefully he, you know, makes me look like a bigger idiot in about four years, but. You know, I'm hearing all this hype, the nation's leading point score, all this shit, and it was the guy who was, I think, 18 on his line who did everything the last two games. And it's like, hey, you know, these are big moments for your college career. I want to see you step in and grab grab the horn, the bull by be the, the horns, and be take the over. fucking senior. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? And you know, I don't. I think they had five goals last night, Denver, and he, I don't think he had a point in the game. And it's I mean, like, oh, great, here we go. Here comes. In my opinion, another overrated player that's going to beat up on lesser teams in his conference and whatever. Again, I hope I'm wrong because this team needs every fucking bit of talent they can get. Meanwhile, Caulfield's up in Montreal lighting it up again. And who knows, man? Let's see. Uh, Let's I, see. I hope for the future, but I'm not too uh, too confident in it. So he has zero stats for for the – weren't they just in the final – wait, hold on. So yeah, the Frozen Four. 2022. Here we game. go. Yeah, playoffs. He's got. He has zero, zero stats. That's good. Nice. <laughs> he has none. Like none whatsoever. That's good. Um, Great. Eight million the... dollar contract coming his way in three Correct. years. <laughs> yeah. Might so as well put the C on his sweater now. <laughs> 2021-22 for University of Denver. Uh, 41 games played, 14 goals, 43 assists. 57 points, uh, 44 pims, and a plus minus of 27. That doesn't sound too bad. I just no. wish he was. I just wish he was bigger. I just wish he would shoot more. It sounds like he's more of one of these guys. They just want to pass Play, it off. The like, playmaker. The playmaker. Oh, we just got rid of that guy. Can I get some snipers, please? So you well, just TK, leave TK was also passed off as a sniper, but you can see what he's been doing recently, passing the puck. Oh, sickening. Um. Yeah, I don't even uh, I, I, I don't like these small guys, dude. I just don't like them. I'm sorry. It's just it's not what we need. We were we were we're, we're pushing through the, in the right direction. We're done with the Ducks game. We're done. We're done. With Ducks. Yeah. Um, and that's actually going to lead right into what you know the the two uh, things that I was going to say is uh, off season requirements, and I just don't fucking think that was it. Um, that was not the way to lead it in the offseason. Now, I'll agree with you on the Ronnie Adderd and the Noah Cates. You're never going to get a bad thing for, from me about that. Um, but I don't know. I just – I like his assists and I like his numbers, but I, I really don't fucking like on paper. So, I don't know what you guys – I mean, I, I was – the next topic is what's up with uh, Bobby Brink, and I was going to throw it right there to Anthony, but, I mean, we could just get over that right now and – you know, it just, you know, also to watching the game, because I was going back and forth last night and it's like, you know. he's really not the first one in the corner to go get a puck and the whole puck battle winning along the boards. Like, I don't know. I hope he can develop and mature pretty quickly. Like I said, this, if we're going to talk off season, I mean, you look at the Minnesota wild, right. And they're a deep team this year, but if you look at their third line, I don't think, I think the smallest guy on that line is six, three. 
between Erickson Eck, Felino, and Greenway. You need size in this game. You can you can have a, a guy who's smaller too. That's fine in your lineup, but you have to. Oh, that's great! Another guy with injury history. Awesome. Samantha Lynn says uh, Frank has an injury history. Keep aware of that. That's great. Another that's one. That's why so, Bobby break voice. <laughs> great. No, I just sound, sound like Brandon Gallagher. <laughs> you need size, man. You you especially if you get to the playoffs. You got to throw in the corner. You got to bang it around and get the puck out. And you know, back in the day, you know, Jeff Carter wasn't he six four? So there's a guy that could win some battles. Yeah, Richards was only five ten, but he played bigger than his size. And I can already see it now. Frost is a small player. Brink's a small player. I don't know. They just that's my thing. You need size. The the only thing that I see saving this is um is the fact that they are uh, the the league is is uh traveling and transiting or tra- making a transition in the direction of um you know taking more of the physicality out of the uh, of the game. I, I still don't think that helps a kid that 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 small. I mean, you can uh, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. If they're uh, trying to take away the physicality out of the game, how the fuck is Sidney Crosby allowed to punch somebody in the fucking face and not even get two minutes? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Huh? I don't have the answer. Just saying. <laughs> My George Paris, which I'll I think was, was, the, was the worst fucking move the NHL could ever made. Let's make one of the one of the toughest guys in NHL history as oh, uh, as an enforcer, as an enforcer. Not one Bruce of the Paris was a good, he was a good fighter. Come on, um, let's, let's get. He was also a, a shithead too. He was he was pretty dirty himself. Let's make him a, a player safety. That's that's a good idea. By let's the way, him. I I obviously like I hate Crosby, but don't we kind of want our captain, our leader, to have a little bit of that piss and vinegar in their game? Like, look at McKinnon. You know, he's oh. cross-checking somebody getting off the ice. You know, and they're like, give me that guy back. Like, Richards is, like, my all-time favorite flyer. And I love a guy that's going to go out with a huge hit or a fight to change the tide of the game. Like, I kind of – I want my captain to be kind of a dickhead. I'm sorry. I do. I Like, obviously, it's Crosby, so it's like, what the hell? Like, the NHL won't do shit. But, you know, the next leader of this team, I would love them behind the play. If, like, Tom Wilson's sitting there, just give him a quick pop real quick before he gets off the ice. I love that <laughs> shit. But the NHL should – I always say, I said it a few episodes ago, should hold any player accountable for their actions. Like like some of these players that are getting $5,000 fines, like that's like nothing compared to their contracts. Like like right. uh, like McKinnon, like you brought up. Guys making what? $8.6 million? Like five grand's like a dinner night for him. It's yeah, nothing. No shit. Good, good dinner. Fuck. It, it should hit him in the pockets more by taking games away. But right. look at their look at their captain though. You know Wade, I'm huge oh, advocate for Landis yeah. Landeskog. Oh my god, dude, he's like the yeah, last. He's, he's a true captain. Like Shea Weber, straight fucking beast. Like nope. Landeskog. Like, you hear, and the thing is, is you hear <clears throat> Landeskog screaming at the officials, and the officials literally tuck their tail between their legs and just fucking skate him. Like they they just don't want anything because he's 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 the they can happen. These types of captains can happen. Um. But you know, if you have if you have anything left to say about Bobby Brink, we can continue the captain talk into the next into the next segment. Um, good luck to you. Keep your head up. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. Hopefully, he makes head me up. my words down the road. Head up. They, they got to keep their knees away from him. The kid's three foot tall. Well, if his head's he up, weighs he what I weighed in fucking seventh grade, dude. 
I weighed that in seventh grade. Like that's that's What's that's one fifteen. Holy shit! I weighed fucking 130, 140 in seventh grade. <laughs> wow! Like he's you're, gonna you're also him. wrestling at fucking birth, so. <laughs> yeah, well, it's still though. I mean, yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> I guess we can leave that. Um, Sam did say she agreed with you. Um, and here's another one. Uh, Sam, Sam is part of a Flyers Nitty Gritty, the writing guild, and uh, she's also the. Not the host. She's on the Pucking Flyers podcast and a Hurricanes podcast. I think it's called Storm Surge. Says Garrett Wilson isn't even a captain for the Phantoms, and he wants to argue with the officials. I'm lucky I didn't. I didn't play high league hockey. I would have got. I would have got. I would have got killed. I probably would have got killed. Um, With that being said, off season requirements. What do you guys think? And people that are listening, Sam, Greg, I know you're out there being quiet because I don't know what you're doing, but um. Um, what are the off-season requirements you guys think they need to make? Uh, we go to we go to Anthony first. All right. Well, first off, Sam's one of my great Twitter interactions, so I appreciate that. Um, again, it's I think the size factor, right? Like defense, if they kind of want to sputter with that for a year, I'll give them some time because you got York and you have added on the back end. That's fine. If it's me and Dave Scott said it in that presser like a month or two ago, Fletcher has a blank check. And oh, I'm pulling oh, out all the stops for Forsberg from Nashville if he gets a free agency. I want him over Gaudreau because the size factor and because I know Gaudreau's from the area. And let's face it, Gaudreau goes quiet in the playoffs, and you have a guy in your lineup who does that by the name of Travis Konechny. Give me Philip Forsberg. He's got some size to him. I think he's 6'2", 6'3", and he's a sniper on that wing. That, to me, would be perfect. You pair him up with Couturier, that's what I want. I want Forsberg this offseason. What price? <clears throat> what price? Yeah, I don't what? care. I don't oh care because Whoa, you're, you're getting – you're going to get JVR somehow off this team. That So that's a good amount of money gone. The rest of the Giroux money was that $4 million. That should be gone by the end of this season. And then maybe you get somebody to take – a decent sized contract. Martin Jones, I don't think he's making that much money. You probably don't re-sign him. You got some no. young kids coming along. That's some money you can free up right there. I don't know how they can do it. If you have to give me a number, I, the most I would go is nine and a half to ten for Forsberg. But I think, I mean, you look at after that season, uh, was it 06, 07, they plucked Briere out of out of Buffalo and that paid off for him. I think they need to do something like that with Philip Forsberg. I can't. He can't go against that. Greg Montour says he likes Forsberg too. Sam Lynn says better development. Yeah, I would. I one hundred. Wait, go ahead. Yeah. To start, to start with the better development, uh, you got to fire from the top down, but uh, can't seem to do that because everybody's friends up there. Uh, so you, the next best bet would be, you know, starting with defense, landing on our fucking picks finally. Um, I mean, Prove was still a good pick. Sandheim was a decent pick. Um, I like him paired up with Ristolainen, and I didn't at first, but I think them two are a good one-two together. Retire, Ellie. <laughs> Go yeah, on, man. Dude's only 30. Dude's only 30. He's only 30? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. And that's another guy that plays bigger than his size. He's listed at 5'10 or 5'11". Plays like he's six something, but um, you know, I'm just looking at some of the 
the top um, prospects to look at. And if you want to draft defenseman, there's a nice one sitting there at the third, third, third overall Hunter. I'm not even going to try that fucking last name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't do it. Do it. It's, it's fun when you do that. <laughs> I would say Budweiser, but it's not. What Brazil, is it? Brazix. Yeah, let me pull it up. I have no faith in the ping pong balls in May. I think it's it, nah. what are we supposed to pick? Somewhere four or five. It's going to be like seven. So I have no hope for that. Yeah. Isn't there? Oh, well, he's a he's a right handed defenseman. Last five games that he played in, two uh, two assists at a total of a plus three. Plays uh, United States uh, Junior Leagues. I don't know if you can. Uh... Let's just call him Hunter. Yeah, let's call him Hunter. B Dubs. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you could get him. Yeah, I yeah, mean that's. I... That's if you think... get in the top three. But uh, I really want uh, Connor Bernard. Bernard? I, be, I think he'd be great for the fucking franchise. He'll but... be great wherever the fuck he goes. Jesus Christ. He's a he's an add-in directly into the NHL. They're not going to let him. Whoever gets him is not going to let him go to the to the AHL at all. Now, he'll end up... Uh... He'll probably get drafted by Montreal because the NHL likes to favor the the original six teams when it comes to draft lottery. Wow. So. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go ahead and say uh, you gotta get a the, the problem. My biggest problem is you gotta mess with the health staff. Uh, everyone's yeah. always hurt. Everybody's always hurt. Like I mean, I don't know how many people. I mean. Sam says we need Forrester back and healthy and ready to go. There's another thing. Healthy. He's hurt. You know, the only the only injury that I saw that was warranted was uh Jackson Cates when he slammed into the, you know, the boards. Yeah. Um which you know, that's that's no one's fault. But it's it's just there's always someone's always hurt, and they're always hurt for like an extended period of time. Like I don't know. We need a lot of things to to kind of point it in a direction of defense and offense and this and that. I've been saying it all season. We have the players. We've had the players. They've just been hurt. I mean, COVID was a fucking piece of shit. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, when you can't play and, and, you know, they're making people come in. It's just, it was just a bad year again. You can't, it's just got to chalk it up and walk away. You get, you get, uh, Get Adderd and, and I guess Brink. If they're, they're probably not going to let him play right away. They're probably going to send him down to the AHL. Um, eventually get Wade Allison up here. You know, you kind of get solidify that whole thing. You got these players, you know, you got to get rid of Jones. Let's just, let's just get down to it. Jones has to go somewhere. He's yes. just not, he's not the guy. If you were looking for a mentor, you, you got to look somewhere else. He's not, what is he mentoring? Like, what is he showing Carter Hart? At this point, Carter Hart's showing him the shit. Like, but he's but he shows up in the most random situations known to man. Like it's just I, I don't understand. Then you got you got Alex Lyon. He's ripping it up where he was. Should have never sold him. Um, we're gonna have a goalie situation. I'm gonna write the same article that I wrote. I'll probably just re-release it. Um, it's gonna we're gonna have to have a, we're gonna have a goalie issue, and we're gonna need to know what, what's gonna happen. I think the article was what are we gonna do 
when Brian Elliott doesn't resign with the Flyers, and look what happened. He went to the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning, and now we have Martin Jones. That was not. That was a band aid and a very, very, very not good band aid. A band aid that could have been avoided if they wanted to pay a little bit more money to a certain goaltender. Who's this? Ali Jonathan Bernier or Ratney? Well, he got hurt. Ratney's got... fucking tearing it up too in in uh, Carolina. You know what? Uh, Jonathan Bernier was my number one, and uh, he's mm-hmm. been hurt. He's been hurt. Yeah. So it's just there, there's no answer, and, and there's no the, the thing is, is that there's no real um, franchise goalies anymore. The, the last one was um, Flurry, who literally just uh, sonked the shit out of the, the the Blackhawks. By the way, now he's up there playing stellar in Minnesota. That that was a fucking act. I mean, yeah, he's on, got was... he's got a good team around him too. Minnesota was playing yeah, so, very good. Well, until... He didn't even want to play for the fucking Blackhawks. I don't blame him. No, I don't either. I just want to hang out with a fucking rapist. Fuck out of here. Jesus. (laughs) Getting back to what you said, Jesse, like you're so right about the medical staff. Like just look at Broussard. He would come back, get hurt again, come back get hurt again. It's like, is it Dr. Bonesaw in the fucking medical room? Like what is going on? It's the same shit the Eagles dealt with a couple of years ago. Like let's get a real medical staff in here. That's going to get everybody healthy and ready to go at the right times. Cause that's a huge thing. It's the same thing with Allison. Let's face it. He's going to come up and he's going to get hurt and miss time. And it's like, here we go again. But uh, I Allison, hope not. But. The, I, I'll tell you off air. All <laughs> the right. Allison thing is a, a little bit different. He's Look, I'm pumped for the kid. I, I have more faith in Allison than I do Bobby Brink or whatever. You know, at least Allison oh, has the size and the shot. The and dude the play with a, he played with a hole in his arm. for. <laughs> I'll show you the picture. I'll show you the picture. Um, yeah, it's you're not squeamish. It's <laughs> he's an absolute animal. Plus, he's he's the man. And Didn't the, he get into he, a fight in like a rookie game last year too? This that was so. this this season. That was this season. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, And then he got oh, hurt. Great. <laughs> he got hurt. But he beat the shit out of that dude. Dude was like seven foot tall. He whooped his ass. Um, didn't want to talk. I, I asked him about it too. He was just like, I don't like. It. He says the same thing everybody else says. I don't like doing it, but yeah, I'll stick up for my team. I said, Well, it looked like you knew what you were doing. He's like, Oh well, yeah. Um, yeah, the medical staff is horrible. Look what happened with, uh, with Kevin Hayes. You know, he, he, he came back and then he re-aggravated it. And, you know, that was that. And now apparently he's okay. Um, wasn't he on the verge of maybe go- leaving for the rest of the year to get the surgery done early? And yeah. then all of a sudden, boom, he's like on the fucking next day's lineup. Like it was, just- yeah, it was, it was, um, what was it? it? It was, it was, it was a little controversy because, you know, they're saying that he, he needed core um hernia surgery and then before they said he got it done and then he came back and and was healed and then all of a sudden it was released again that he was going to get it done again and i i think i said on here i said there's no way that he had two hernia surgeries in the time period that he that he came back and then went and got the surgery done so it's definitely the medical staff If 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 you think about it logically the medical staff they do what they're supposed to be doing no one's hurt or they're taken I mean, care of the right way. Yeah, if they're taken care of the right way, I think if they're going to be hurt, like Ryan Ellis, for instance, you know, he tried to come back and got hurt. And don't you can't <clears> let them come back. I don't. I wouldn't uh, let them come back, especially with the amount of money that you have on a player already. Well, what's what's so. what's the difference between him and Nate Thompson? You let Nate Thompson. He was out for for months, and Nate Thompson went and got his surgery done. He healed up and he came back, and he's been fine. 
you're letting these guys come back. Like, why are you letting them come back? That's I don't let, I don't know why you're letting them come back. It's just craziness. And it's not one guy. It's it's been multiple people. So, yeah, but uh, this hard one was another another one that a was a, a head scratcher. It's a hip. I that's mean, horrible. He he probably needs a hip surgery. Um, Baron, I hopefully think, he stays healthy through the through the playoffs. But I guarantee he's probably getting a hip surgery this off season. I think you see it happen. That that or he might even have to retire. You know, once your hips are gone in in this league, you're you're dead in the water. <laughs> you know, yep. especially the style that he likes to play. You know, muck him up. So yeah, that's gonna be a long one. Um, with that being said, if you guys don't have anything else, uh, I guess that I had unpopular necessary move uh, was the next thing. But I think we kind of hit on that. Um, so that's what we have for Alley Talk. Uh, let's move on to Down the Well. This segment of Down the Well is brought to you by Iceworks Skate Complex in Aston, PA. That's where we're having our event for Ice Wars. Like I said, private message me. I'll give you the information to the Venmo. Um, I'll be there. Wade, I don't know if you're, you're going to be there, right? Yeah. I mentioned it to Anthony. I don't know if he's going to fly in from North Dakota or South Dakota. That'll wherever be he's bringing it. That'll yeah, be there'll be more. There'll be more. There's actually, the, I, think, I think the second one's going to be in Connecticut. So that may actually be, All it'll right. be in, in Danbury, I think, or something like that. So cool. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing that. Everybody, you know, get your tickets now. It's going to be a uh, Sterling Pig Beer is going to be there with merch. Uh, uh, you can win a craft beer basket, craft beer basket with uh, raffles. We're going to have Bago tournament going on in between matches. Cash bar, POS system, order food, get out there, let's get fucked up, let's get weird, let's do some dumb shit. Um, so we got the Flyers versus the Capitals Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, Anthony, how we kind of do this is there's going to be a win or a loss. Okay. I'm going to say it's going to be a win. Wade, what do you got? Loss. Well, that's just going to get Patrick. I've been, I've been saying that. I've been saying that all season. And he's only got one shot on that for, against this, so I'm going to keep that up. That and I want him to really, really break the Gretzky record. And uh, because our buddy Jesse here voted uh, or spoke up against um, Ovechkin not scoring 40 goals this year, what number is I, follow, I, I followed my boy into the, in the hell with that one, and that was a bad fuck. I got off that. I got off that train. <laughs> And I'm it gonna was, bring uh, it up. He didn't uh Ovechkin wasn't gonna score 30 goals this season. What's he uh, at? 30. He's at 40. Yeah, he's probably he's up there, yeah. Yeah, you know, John me and John Scott are uh, we didn't win that. Um <laughs> Greg Montour says a win. Anthony, what do you got? I think it's a win. For some reason they have the caps number. Yeah. Wasn't it um isn't it Jones plays well against the Capitals? I think so. Yeah, he's, he's so he's, did Elliot. He made a nice fucking uh, glove save on the one shot of Michigan got through. I think that's. I think that's it. I'm gonna go with Greg Montour. We all we all say it's a win. Besides Wade. Yeah. Shocker. What is what's the shocker? Um. Now here we go. We got this one. Me and Charlotte Bell will be at this game again. This will be our last game of the season. Uh, Flyers versus the Rangers again Wednesday at seven o'clock. I'm gonna go with. This is gonna be a loss this time. This isn't gonna. Yeah, they, they got away with that. It's literally the skin of their teeth. Like it's just, I don't think this is going to be a win. Anthony, what do you got? Uh, this is going to be a loss. It's not going to be a good one either. It's going to be like seven two or something like that. It's going to be bad. It's going to be a barn burner. Um, Wade, <clears throat> it's going to be an overtime loss. 
Wow. Probably, what probably it'll probably be a shootout. Nobody's gonna score on our end. <laughs> I don't really know how to take this. Um Greg and I, I are out there. I'd rather I'd rather them uh lose outright. Um, which is which is, you really can't even uh disagree with it. Anybody can win on any given night because like like Anthony had said when we talked about the previous game. Like we had no business winning that. Yes. Game. But <laughs> if we true. were gonna win it, it was gonna be like like that, I guess. I mean. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go with a loss here. You guys agree? Yeah. Okay. Greg, you're too late. Um, and then we got the is it the ducks again? No. No, it's out of there a buffalo. That's not right. That's I put the ducks in there. I don't know why I put that in there. Yeah, the Buffalo, it's Saturday and Sunday against Buffalo. That yeah. one's at seven o'clock. The other ones on Sunday. If, oh, is that is that Easter? That's yes. Easter. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna remember that. Um, let's. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah. Uh, these are gonna be losses. <laughs> I'm gonna. Just, I'm gonna throw it out. They're gonna be losses. Um, I think they lose in Buffalo. They'll win Saturday on Easter. Okay. Okay. Wade, what do you got? I'm going. I'm going flat uh, out. Goose egg. I would <clears throat> say goose egg as well, just because I want that loss. And uh, I don't want the law. What is happening? Like, no, I want I want that chance to get in a higher draft pick. I'm not gonna get shit. They're, 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 looking... Their ball wasn't even in the fucking thing, dude. They didn't even put the fly. They threw the our ball. Our ball is cemented down the bottom. <laughs> Whoever takes those balls, they legitimately crushed them up and did eight ball lines out of them in the bathroom. They're not fucking doing Come shit. Front of fucking sick. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Frank Montour says a win and a loss. That's popular. Okay, popular. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying flat out loss, but yeah. Uh, but that's what we got for down the well. I mean, uh, that's upcoming game, so we'll, we'll see. I, I hope they win against the Sabres. That would be great. I really fucking hate uh, Rasmus. What the fuck is his name? Sandine? Is that what his What's that one? His name? What, the uh, one that was drafted first overall? Yeah. Oh, Darlene? He is an ugly motherfucker, that kid, dude. Holy shit. He's becoming shit. a prick, though. He is. He is. He's and, and, but he's, he's becoming an untouchable prick, which is what I don't fucking like. I, don't like I like that how he uh, dipped out of the Florida Panthers game. Uh, dude was taking a run at him, and he just uh, did a little quick uh, two-step, jump back, and let the guy fucking slam into the boards. If oh, I find the video. Oh, that was Montour. Was Montour missed him. <laughs> Uh, Someone else that Mackenzie Weger did that just happened to him the other day. Too. I think Weger. I think it was oh, was Weger. Yeah, Weger. Because I, I just heard uh, curfew talking about it. Because yeah, it was Weger. It was it was Weger. It was Weger. Yeah, fucking, that was ugly, dude. That looked a lot worse than I guess that it ended up. But that was fucking ugly. I mean, it could have been nice. He would have put him in over the bench for sure if he uh, got him. But nope. I just don't. I don't. I don't. Even my wife, like uh, when he got drafted, he. Had, and and I want to take offense to this, but that acne all over his face, which they're they're like 17, 18 years old, whatever. Yeah. But dude, use some fucking product. You're at the you're at the NHL draft. Like, what do you mean? You can't be coming in here looking like someone slammed you with a fucking, you know, cheese grater. Like, and and now that like, the looks that he gives people when he's supposedly angry, he just looks like an absolute pussy. Like, I fucking don't like him. Rant over. Let's move on to crow, crows of a feather. 
Uh, this segment of Crows Over Feathers brought to you by Lugaroo Custom Clothing. Uh, go to www.lugaroo.co. Um, I don't know what the co is. It's not com, but uh, apparently it's a new thing that these people are doing. Co, because uh, isn't his company based in Canada? Someone said that, but it's not. He's in Ohio. Someone else said that on another show. I think it was Ken yeah. from okay. uh, John Street Hockey said that. This is that's not he's that's not where he's from. Gotcha. Ohio. Um, <clears throat> yeah, go there. He made me the Admiral jersey. It's real sick. I'll be wearing. It. Oh, I won't be wearing it. Yeah, I won't be wearing it at the event. I'm not going to. I'm gonna wear the missing curfew one because it's fucking sick. I fucking do it the two. It's fucking sick. Um, it's kind of kind of counterproductive against our uh, <laughs> guy here, but yeah, it is what it is. Maybe I'll um, wear the other one for Easter. Looking classy. <laughs> I don't want to mess that up. I'm gonna go here all over you. Know? Cigarette stains. Anyway, so this is what I was talking about. Um, on paper, the uh, the young kids aren't doing good on paper. On paper, there, uh, and that's why me and Wade don't really like um stats that much. We're doing a lot more with the stats now. Um, you know, now that we're in the spotlight, number three, Flyers podcast. Right? Um, well, we're ratings wise. Um, humble, Adderd, humble I'm, just, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> no one else is gonna fucking say it. I'm gonna say it. Um, Dick. <laughs> we're, just Adder, gonna plummet. we're gonna plummet now. <laughs> if we made it, if we got eighty four thousand views last month with the way the Flyers are playing, imagine if they they did good. Just saying. Um, Adder is at a negative four so far. Keats is at a two, which is I'm I'm okay with that. Um, York is at negative twelve, and uh, Tippett's at a zero, which you know it's not horrible, but um, it's pretty and good that was, forward. That was before the game. La- was, that was before the game last night. Um, were, were those stats? Like I said, we don't we don't usually get too deep into the stats unless we're doing the scouting report. But um, yeah, so I just don't like this. I just I don't I don't. It, it kind of leads into the. It's not leading into it yet. I don't think because we have beauty of the week next. Um, but the, the thing about bringing the young kids in and, and what's, what's the point, let them go to Lehigh. Lehigh has a chance to be they're one, I think one point out of the playoffs right now. Phantoms. Yeah. Yeah. They're one wow. point out. Yeah. So like, you know, let them go down there. I, 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 I don't know. I just don't, I don't like the I don't like the negatives and such like that. Just because I mean, the re the way that they are bringing the kids in, especially added when they brought him in and what they did when they brought him in. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, he's great in press conferences. The kid's happy as hell. I mean, why wouldn't you be? But it's just, um, I don't know. It's, it, I feel like this is this is a bad look to uh, something that no one no one in the Flyers organization is ever going to forget, which is the, the Keith Yandel thing. Um, Adder's at a, a, a negative four right now. And it is what it is. You can throw the book at me and say, oh, it's because of defense. Oh, yeah, he's on defense. He should be playing better. Um, you could have you could have scratched anyone. We'll get into that when we get into the other one. But I'm just saying, this is a solid look at, at the numbers game, what it looks like stats wise with the young kids bringing them in this season. And I'm actually really surprised with Cam York's negative twelve. I don't know. You're surprised? I'm not. I, I I'm very surprised. I mean, uh, you know, in 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 usual Philadelphia fashion, you know, everyone rides the young kids until they start fucking up. No one's saying shit about York. No one's saying he's yo. Let's get rid of York. Right? I'm I'm shocked because that's usually how it is. Um, so I don't know what your guys' 
opinions are on the young guys. I'm, I love Kate. I, I like all of them. Um, but situationally, you know, Owen Tippett for Giroux, it's looking good. It's not looking good on paper. Um, the York thing, I mean, is he really living up to it yet? Kate? It's not even the first year yet. So I understand that. Well, we're talking, we're talking fan base. But we're talking, I am the Flyers fan base right now. I'm just saying this is this, this is not real. But I am the Flyers fan base right now. Technically, all these kids should be dropped down right now. Right? It would really make the the Phantoms fucking a front runner if you pop all them back down there. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate the mindset. I mean, you look at wouldn't they win at 05, right? During that lockout in the NHL, that, that's you had Carter, Richards, they all go down there. Seidenberg, I think, was on the team. Mm-hmm. I get it. You can really develop your talents better, but you know, I know you called this on paper. I would do this, like <laughs> the fuck with the paper, man, because I'm gonna watch with my eyes. And if you're the fan base, I want to tell you, like, let me see what I can see in the future with York. I wish he was a bit bigger, but fine. I I can I like how he has a good head for the game, breaking out of the own zone. How many years have we seen this Flyers team struggle to get it out of their own zone? Whether it's Provorov. Uh, Gudis when he was here. Uh, Robert Hag was terrible at it. Cam York seems to me, first pass, bang. Tape to tape, they're off and running. Um, that's fine. I think defensemen, it always takes them a little bit longer to develop. Adder, someone's going to rein him in. I feel like he's got that gun-ho mentality. He just wants to go up with the play. It's like, all right, that's fine. Just know your, know when to come back. Cates, I think he's going to be a solid defensive forward. Um, maybe it's a bad comp, but size and the way he shoots just – reminds me of Richards and obviously he's not going to play that same style. And then with Tippett, I've actually been impressed with him. I think he could have more goals since his time here. If he just stopped hitting so many frigging posts. I mean, I think he hit another one last night. <laughs> he did. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And here's a guy that when he goes in the corner, he's going to bang around for the puck. So I'm fine with that. Um, <clears throat> I think there's something there with those four players in the future. Adder to me seems like the outlier. He's got to really control that game. Um, but in the overall scheme of things, there's some bright spots there. But if they were smart, they would send them down. Get them into the playoffs. Get that high-pressure atmosphere, even though it's in the AHL. Get that to them now. So that way in two to three years, hopefully it's only that short, the Flyers are competitors again. These guys aren't going to be like totally panicked in these big spots. Wade, what do you got? Yeah. Uh, he pretty much – Nailed, nailed it for me. Um, I gotta get my <clears> notes. <throat> Hold on one second. You guys can talk. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that I, I'm not really sold on is York's. Like, like Sam uh, commented in that he needed a full fucking season down there. I still think he needs a season. In fact, I think he might even need longer than a season. I mean, yeah, he's only a negative twelve this year, but I think he's might have played what twenty to thirty games, and he's negative twelve. So um, as for Cates, you know, he's doing all the right things. Like what I like to, to see in my forwards, getting in there, the hard, hard nose and gritty areas, go to the net. Um, you know, I think he'd be another great plus for, uh, for the Phantoms. Tippett, I love a guy that likes to shoot the puck. And, you know, he's a big body. He likes to get down the corner. And I think uh, Anthony's right. You know, he's a little snake bitten, hitting too many posts, but. I'd rather I'd rather hear that dink than the fucking boards, you know, like Drew or TK fucking just ripping them. Um, 
you know, at least his uh, accuracy is a little bit more on net. And as for Atard, uh, I really didn't like uh, the way he came into the league, uh, scratching Yandel. I think they could have scratched anybody but Yandel. But um, you know, it's it's I'm not a I'm not a head coach. I'm not gonna have to worry about other players not wanting to play for me anymore. So, fuck you, Mikeyo. I'm, I'm the Flyers fan base, though. That's the thing. I'm not Jesse from Doka, so this is kind of going on how they go. They should all be sent down to the ready room. Well, everybody but tip it then. <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of all of these guys, but Adder, like, I think that's how we should do that segment from now on. We should kind of just do like the. This is, Back and forth. Yeah, well, the fire, the, the fan base says this, and this is kind of how it is. Because um, fan base is fucking horrible. If we're going to do anything, if we're going to get rid of anything in the offseason, it's just fucking sell the, the fan base. Just Don't even have people in the stands. My God. What's the point? What's, what the fuck's the point? Don't fucking asshole. Anyway. Oh, uh, um, well, I want to see Gritty beat up a kid again. Oh, that was fucking, <laughs> that was, that was, that was crazy. Uh, I forgot about that. I got that as my wallpapers to fuck around and find out the gritty's face in the middle. And then they released that right when that happened. That the balls on that fucking guy, dude. I love it. Um literally. I mean Well the the family lied about it. I mean Yeah, it's so. trying to get money. I got throw your kid money your oh, tickets. Yeah. Um I'm I'm a big fan of Kate's. I, I do like York. I'm a, actually a really huge fan of Tippett's play. Uh, he's the kids. He's big. He's a big guy. You realize just looking at him how big he is. He's got the broad shoulders, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's the whole the, the ginger line. That's coming. That's coming. He's gonna have big that. Yeah, he he's big boy. Um, but yeah, I, I gotta agree with kind of with you guys with the with the Adder thing. I think he um, I think he does need a little reality check a little bit. I think he's just kind of soaking it in. You know, he's just he's playing for the Flyers. You know, he's doing his thing. You know. I'd be a million times worse. I would be just an absolute idiot. So, I mean, you know, he's loving it. I get, and it's the end of a shit season. So let's see how he, you know, he didn't have all the time with the, with the vets and, you know, he's going to see all that and the guys, and if he plays down in Lehigh, you know, all the stuff he's going to learn, hopefully he comes out on top and he changes it around. I think he's just trying to loving it right now, but out of all of them, he is the one uh, that, that the spotlight's kind of on because of the Yandel thing. So I think you should, Start playing a little better there, but but on paper, you know, it looks like this. But they do all look really good. They do all look really good. Um, my my thoughts are just from like media press conferences and such like right. that. Um, I think he's a ginger too. I think he's got red hair too. That's too strawberry hair. blonde. Fucking ginger vitus going on out here. Just... I mean, York's a ginger as well. So is Wade Allison. A lot of them going on there, man. It's too much. Um, but All yeah, we need is uh, Eric Stahl to fucking head this team. Then no, we don't need that. <laughs> um, unless you guys got anything else for that, that's uh, Crows and Feather. <laughs> um, one of my personal favorites. <sighs> uh, Flyers Alley's Butte of the Week. Flyers Alley's surprised that wasn't ready faster. <laughs> uh, I got a cooler in it. Flyers Alley's Beauty of the Week is brought to you by Sterling Pig Brewery. Go to www.sterlingpig.com. Check out all their 
good beers, foods, merch, everything they got. Uh, this is their fresh as fuck April. Haven't had it yet. Um, gonna pour this bad boy. We're gonna get into it a little bit, and uh, yeah, let's uh, give it a whirl. It's a New England IPA. I don't know what that means though. Is that just it's from you know New England? I guess I don't know. But oh, God, the perks of having a lot of beer sponsors. Wait up. I know you don't drink anymore, but yeah, cheers. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Guys, go to your local brewery, go to your lo local dispensary, whatever, wherever you get these things. Get them. Jolly Pig Beer, uh, Media PA. They'll be at our events. They're great. Um, Sam Wisber says, what do you guys got against Ginger's Jesse? I am one. And that's my fact. Anyway. Um, <laughs> beer of the week. Anthony, how we do this? Pick three guys out of this week who, you know, stars of the week. So we'll start with you. All right, so I got to pick three or just one? I got pick three. three. Pick three, and All it right. doesn't have to be in any specific order. Just pick three of them. All right, so I went Sanheim because he had uh, – hang on one second. Let me get my notes again that I chucked on the, the ground. The first that that's ever happened. That's the yeah. first. <laughs> oh, I got Sanheim, man. He's got four points this week, a gold, three apples. Uh, I forgot to update it after last night. Noah Cates for me, he's another one. I like the way he's played. Very noticeable. Good job breaking up the plays, especially on PK. Two goals for two points this week. That's impressive. Uh, and then for me, my top one was Owen Tippett. You know, the way he's hard on the pucks in the corners, that big, thick body. He's got a wicked shot that we saw in one of the games against Columbus. Tight, tight space, just roofs it. Uh, he had two goals this week. And uh, I just think for Tippett, like I've said before, once once he stops drilling the posts and those things start going in, I think you're really going to see see him hit 20 to 25 goals, hopefully. Sanheim, mm. huh? Tippett? I was surprised. <laughs> That's never happened. I, I'm surprised yeah. Greg Montour hasn't said anything yet. He's I just he'll be to me. I just I'm proud of Sandheim for being like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm playing my style. When the puck's in my end, I'm gonna grab it. And I'm gonna skate it out. I mean, I'm sick yeah. and tired of watching this team. Provorov especially just chuck Ooh. the thing up the boards. I mean, it's sickening. Yeah. So, I right, up up hold up. Here we go, Greg Montour. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Hayes is going to shoot out. Tip it. Right, okay. Should have brought Greg on. We should, just, we should just make Greg. A special on. guest. He's fan. always, yeah, yeah. Good, good ratings on the one he was on. Um, all right, Wade, what do you got? Uh, it's hard, kind of hard because I don't want to steal anybody off of his list because uh, Tippett and Cates are like my one, two right there. Oh, and then cool. I want to give the third beauty of the week uh, with his. Uh, coming back to to active duty, uh, Scott Lawton. Mm. I mean, he didn't show up on the boards <clears throat> on the scoreboard at all, but just good to see him back. From uh, I, they didn't say it was concussion, but concussion when protocol. He took that, yeah, when he took that spill into the boards, um, concussion. <laughs> yeah, right there, Jess. Yeah, it's just I'm, I'm trying to like wrap my mind around this beer. Like, well, what's it taste like for the viewers at home? I'm, I'm trying to. That's why I didn't say anything because it's just like swirled around your mouth. It's not sniffing it's like, like it's wine. Whatever. Put the pinky out. Um, pinky out. No, it's gotta just, put it's, the fedora on. Ah, that's 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 not the fedora's retired for right now. It's just like. <laughs> 
that free citrus, but like, I don't know. That's that's an odd one. It's good. It's just I don't know why. I don't know why it's good. Anyway, um, I definitely have to give one mine to Owen Tippett. I do think, yeah, from that last segment that we had, uh, I do think he's gonna be. He might actually be. I don't. I'm not saying he's better than Giroux, but I think he's gonna be a better fit for this team because I'm Anthony. I don't know if you've ever listened to any of the old. Uh, Flyers Alley episodes. I personally don't think Drew should have ever been on the Flyers. I just don't. If you look at his his like drafting year, his years before he was drafted, he he just shouldn't have been on the Flyers. Um, that being said, I think oh, it's going to make more of an impact on this team. If no one will believe that, because everybody fucking loves Drew, but I think he's going to be a, he's going to be a better fit. Talking about the, the style of play between the two, right? Abs- yeah, absolutely. Um, Paul Drew is an amazing hockey player, but I think I think what we needed is is what Tippett's going to give us. Uh, I see Tippett's uh, jersey getting hung in the uh, penalty box very soon. No, you um, shouldn't do that. I mean, I have two Drew jerseys, a Couturier jersey, a Doug Glatt. I do have a Patrick jersey. That should go. Pronger, Simmons, and, uh, you know, Craig. Uh, every every time you break, get so. somebody's jersey, either they get traded or they get that's hurt. That's not true. That's not true. Giroux, Giroux was up here for three years. <laughs> Couturier's hurt right now. Like I don't, He's still on the team. Do you have a Van Reems like one? I can get one. Yeah, hang that fucking <laughs> thing all the way up then. <laughs> I can get, get one. Fly that on a flagpole, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to give one to Tippett. Definitely Kate's. Um, I, 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 I'm a huge fan of the Cates family. And I, like I had told Anthony, I don't wait, I don't know if I told you, there's a younger brother that they already reigned in. So now the Flyers have three Cates in the system. Oh boy. Um, I forget what his name is, but obviously we'll find out probably this next two years. Um, but yeah, uh, the other one I got, I'm kind of torn on it. Cause I mean, I gotta give it to Kevin Hayes. Okay. I mean, Kevin Hayes has been playing his ass off and he's also been solidifying the, uh, captain. Uh, position. Um, yeah. He's out there. I, I still just don't understand how he does what he does. Like he's not, he's just one handed, fending off five guys. Yeah, you know, he's not even going fast. But then he had a breakaway the the, uh, the other night, and he was he was fucking flying. Well, it didn't help that he was already halfway down the ice when he got onto on onto the ice. So. Do you just like anyone? Do you like anyone? Oh, I like him. I'm just letting you know how how he got so far ahead of people. And if you notice, as soon as he hit the blue line, the defenseman was right on his ass. So, oh, maybe it's just optical illusion. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I got to give it to Hayes. Hayes. He's. I, I said a lot of people are probably in a running for the captaincy, and um, I I think Hayes could probably handle it. I, I think he'd be good for it, and it, and it does go with my Hayes culture theory. I yeah. do think that's a that's a real thing. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I got. I don't know. You guys got else. Yeah, I could I could see that happening. Um, you should also watch though because the Flyers organization doesn't like it when you speak out against them. The last person that did that, oh yeah, Ghost, uh, end up is now in Arizona. Somebody else, days. somebody else did it before him though. Who was it? Someone else just Ghost. Did. Ghost uh, stuck up for uh, Carter oh, Hart. Well, now, right before, because uh, Hayes just did it for Yandel in yeah. in yeah. The, the the presser, but someone did it right before him. Was it like, Yo? I, I don't know. No. To me, it was weird a couple of weeks ago when Mike Yo 
was steaming after one of the losses and said, some of these veterans got to get scratched. And then the next day, all of a sudden, oh, maybe I was out of line or something. To me, that was just like, okay, management in the, you know, Comcast is running this shit show. Yeah. Um, so Mike Yo really can't, and as much as I want Mike Yo gone, can't really do what he wants. And it's like, okay, I remember the Gosses Bear one last year. Like, that was bullshit. Yep. Well, finally, somebody to call out this team the next day he's put on waivers. So it's like, what kind of culture are we trying to get here? Jesse, I'm with you. I'm all about the culture. I'm a big Kevin Hayes guy. I mean, he's from Boston as well. So obviously, I love him yeah. as well. But um, if he's the captain, that's fine moving forward. I'm, I'm very happy with that. But they got to get back to a culture they had when they had the young guys with Carter, Richards, Briere, Hartnell. Like that culture's been gone. And I'm with you with the Drew. Shouldn't have been a flyer. He does. Drew makes the dipsy do yippee plays. Like I'm gonna go on YouTube and watch it. Fine. Go to Vancouver or those teams like the Ducks. Like that want to make the highlight plays. Like the Flyers are a black and blue, hard work kind of hockey team. And Drew, great player, a lot of great highlights. I loved watching them. I have a couple of his jerseys. You can see the Winter Classic one. Fine. But they need a guy that's gonna make the gross chip it up the boards take a hit play then instead of the guy that's going to try to put it through his legs and go crazy like so whatever i don't know where my rant was just going right there but to get back to hayes yeah if he's going to be the captain moving forward i'm fine with it because with him and atkinson that's a solid culture in that room moving forward yeah plus you have the people i mean the hayes culture involves you know patrick brown it involves um atkinson like you had said it involves keith yandel um Rissalainen as well. Rissalainen's a big. Uh... No, no, the, the people that Hayes have played with in college. <clears throat> oh, okay. That's that's my take on uh, Hayes culture is that you know because if you think about it, he brought in all these people that he had played with, and it happened like wildfire. Like they all, everyone they got were the people that he had played with. So, um, um, well, I think it happened. Keith, Yand- Keith Yandel uh, played with him on the Rangers, not in Boston. They're well, both, they grew up together too. They grew yeah. up together. Yeah. So it's just, it's just. Yeah. I, I think it's a good look. Like Anthony had said, that that kind of culture has been gone for so long, and I, I do think I've been saying it everywhere. And no one has said anything about it yet, and uh, I've been skating under the radar. But uh, uh, Greg Montour says, "Watch out, Jesse. Uh, these the morons on Facebook will be all over you for the Drew copy. Yeah, they're gonna be all over me. I know. I know the fucking homers." Bring it. Bart is another fucking first round exit. Sorry, yeah. Greg. Yeah. No, you're you better knock it off. You go. He literally he literally said the other day, let me have my fucking glory with Brandon winning the cup. I was like, all right, I'll just I just won't say anything. <laughs> but um yeah, that's what we got for uh beauty of the week. We can move on. We are this is a long one. I don't know if you guys are, are with me. I'll try to move on quick as I can if you guys are under uh time restriction. Wade, I know you got the kid. So far, so good. Yeah, tell me quiet. Tell, tell me quiet. That kid's gonna kick he's gonna be kicking my ass when I get older. I'm telling you that right now. Um bring out the uh firing line. This segment of the firing line is brought to you by Norse Beards. Go to www.norsebeards.com use promo code OCS 25% off your beers and products. They finally have a fucking Twitter. Um, so you guys can go see them at Norse Beards on Twitter. Um, same thing on Instagram. They got some good stuff. The guy, uh, Mark, over there sending me some stuff. I'm going to do a raffle basket at the event for 
um, Ice Wars. We're gonna throw that out there too, because you know, okay, why not? Um, this is gonna be it. Nah, why scratch Yandel for one game, break his streak, and then bring him back? This is why I was kind of. Oh, there's there's the nails. There's the nails. I heard the nails. Yeah, it's my dog. <laughs> First time I heard that, I was absolutely terrified. I was like, "What the fuck is breaking in the background?" People um, always ask me if I have an old typewriter. If yeah. I was, <laughs> like, it's not. It's, back it's my dog on the hardwood floor. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. So this this is the fucking shit here, man. And I I, I didn't want to get into it too much, but every single thing uh, I didn't realize I wrote most of this show. A, a lot of this has to do with, you know, the kids with their negatives uh, on paper. And, you know, it's kind of like, what was the point? You know, if you were going to scratch Yandel uh, and break his Iron Man streak, then scratch him for the rest of the fucking season. You know, now you scratched him. You brought up Adder to take a look at him. First game was a negative fucking two. Um, which, doing, uh, personally, and I'm going to rant so then you guys can go afterwards, but... um. The the you do this shit for for an absolute win of a player like you do this for like an Eric Lindros you do this for like a Mario Lemieux a Wayne Gretzky you you break someone's Iron Man streak a record of you know astronomical importance which is I mean it's very important to handle it's fuck a thousand games um it, you break that for for a kid it, you know no one really if you're not a Flyers fan you don't know who the fuck he is. So people on the West Coast, oh, Keith Yandel would have had it. Well, now Phil Kessel has it. You know, they, they let Phil Kessel, you know, play one shift and then go, you know, be there for the birth of his kid. You just you just scratch Keith Yandel, uh, which his his stats haven't looked that great. But, like, you know, Kevin Hayes has said, like, we were just saying about culture and, you know, teaching these young kids the way. You know, he's a big advocate for for rookies and, and new guys coming in and teaching them, teaching them the way and mentoring them in, in the right way. And, and you cut him. And then you you let him play the next game. I, I just I'm so confused by it because I know we, we touched on it last last episode, but uh, it's it's the the, the after effect is like now like what was the point of doing that? Just scratch it for the rest of the season now. Now the Flyers organization deserves that. Excuse me. And I quote, Mike Yo is a piece of shit. I mean, it, but it wasn't Mike Yo, <laughs> like. If Mike Yo doesn't make that decision, that Mike came Yo from- does does have the say on scratching players because he runs that bench. I don't think that that came from Mike Yo. That came from up top, like that. Let's let's get the young kids in here. They need they need shit to sell tickets. And now watching the kids come in is a way to sell tickets. You notice when shit happened last time, all of a sudden Gritty was born. Yeah, true. When shit was hitting the fan, all of a sudden then Gritty was born, and it was funny. I saw on Twitter. What's gonna happen this season? We're gonna have Gritty's wife and Gritty's brother or Gritty's daughter or whatever. Dude, I fucking lost it. I was like, that is so funny, but it's so true. It's so true. So um, yeah, this is fucked up, dude. And I, I thought we were gonna be done with it last episode, but it's 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 the aftermath of what's going on here. And you know, Anthony being from Boston, Keith Yandel's from Boston. Keith, Keith Yandel's my favorite player that wasn't on the Flyers, and now he's on the Flyers, and I feel like it's a complete injustice or discharge, whatever the fuck you want to say it is. It's it's just fucking wrong what's happening here to Keith Yandel. You being from Boston, you're a Boston insider. Let's let's see what you have to say about that. So, well, first off, to get back to what you said with the whole what's next, the gritty thing. How about in 2018, the season's running in shambles, middle of December. 
all of a sudden, oh, Carter Hart's ready. Let's bring Carter Hart up. And oh, we were, he was supposed point. to be the next coming of, you know, Marty Rodor. But this this organization, since they've been run like this, um, it's all about the money and the ticket sales. There's no genuine to it. It's all what's best for us right now. Um, and that's where I'm at with the Keith Yandel thing. It's like, what's the point of scratching him? So he's from the town Milton, just outside of Boston, the same town I went to college with. And, like, I'd always liked Keith Yandel in the league. Solid player. 989 consecutive games, you scratch him, you put Adderd in, Sealer's in, and with all due respect to Nick Sealer, mm-hmm. you know what you have in Nick Sealer. On a legitimate huge, huge team. advocate he, too, but. He's your number eight defenseman. Mm-hmm. He's a tough-as-nails player. He had a good scrap with Delorier a couple of weeks ago where he got the, he split Delorier open. Great. You really had to take Yandel, a guy who's well-respected, not just in the locker room, in the league. Players, you I don't think there's been one bad thing ever said about Keith Yandel from any of the teams that he's been on, any of the opponents against Keith Yandel. I just don't understand what the point was. The Flyers have been out of the playoffs since freaking middle of December, and I'm trying to be hyperbolic with that. There's no reason why they had to do it. Somebody that's running this team like a jackass decided to have a power move and be like, watch what I can do. Like I'm with you, Jesse. I don't think Mike Yo has any controls of this team right now i think it's i don't know if it's fletcher i don't know if it's the dave scott i I don't know who it is but to me it's not mike yo um i just don't understand what the point was why why did you feel the need to end this streak and again you know we have a sealer adder if you pitched me the adder thing i guess i could understand it but let's not forget Provorov has not had a great season. Why not make him sit up in the ninth row for one game? Hey, you know what? You have been playing your best. You're supposed to be a top-pairing guy. Why don't you have a seat for a game and check this out? Like, make it a rotational thing. Don't just put it all on Keith Yandel. Make all the rest of those defensemen panic for their jobs. Like, oh, shit, if I'm not playing right, take Cam York. He's got a minus 12 right now. You're not playing. You're going to be out for a game. But like you said, this these guys panic so much about selling tickets. Newsflash to the Flyers, whoever runs them. Nobody's buying your shitty fucking tickets, whether it's this year or into next year. You have nothing to look forward to. You're putting Carter Hart out to dry every freaking night to the point where he just lays on his back against Colorado. Like, give us a product worth investing our time, our money into, instead of, oh, look at these young college prospects who we're going to play because they make less than a million dollars. Like, it doesn't make sense what they're doing. And what does this tell to guys you're going to bring in. You know, here's a guy, Keith Yandel. Again, his stats were not great by any measure this year. Yeah. But he had that streak going, right? Now you're going to try to bring somebody in who's a free agent that can help your team. Well, I saw what you did to Yandel. Like, what but loyalty us, are you going to do? Help me? us do what in that point, too? Like, I Again, I don't understand what they were doing there, you know? We'll see what happens in the future. I just think... I just think it was a bullshit. That'll be a video clip. That's going to be a video clip. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a video clip. Great. (laughs) Put that all over. You may be a good advocate for for a third for Florida. I don't know, man. That was pretty good. (laughs) I Um, don't know. I'm sure people are going to hate my comments, but that's all right. Well, that means that you're doing something good. That's even better. And and by the way, if I could just say one thing. Oh, yeah. Again, I love Drew. A lot of great highlights. Fine. I heard one thing come out that before the trade deadline, Yandel told, told Chuck Fletcher. Mm-hmm. If you have to trade me and a GM's nervous, I will take a game. I will be scratched to break the record. Like he gave the Flyers 
better opportunity than what Giroud did at the trade deadline when Giroud basically said, if you don't bring me back, I'm not going to wave it. So it's like everybody's so upset that he's gone. It's like Yandel was more willing to help Philly in the future than Giroud. But whatever, that's just – And he was here for a year. Like, Yeah, exactly. Hasn't even been here a full year yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really don't think there's much more to say, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I think that's uh, that's good took, to go. Took my firepower. Yeah, you did. Oh, right. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's great knowing uh, somebody that's outside of the Philadelphia area can see this in, in players, in the organization, in the media. And uh, it just sucks. It's like, a bad look. It's it's a horrible look, and and I actually did forget that that point about what Yandel had said that he would take that. You know, it's 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 just a, it, there's no point. Like there's there's never going to be a point that makes enough sense to do what you did. Um, and I really don't think that that he that that Yo had anything to do with it because I'm pretty sure that he probably would have said he probably would have asked the players. And, and I I don't think there's one player on that team that would have been like. You know, I'll, I'll scratch myself to let his his record continue. It's a, look at where the season is right now. It doesn't make any sense to to put up a fight against that. Before we so. even <clears throat> talk about him being scratched, we were running eight defensemen, not just seven, eight defensemen on the road trip. Yeah, he could have easily been on there one or two shifts here and there, like what they did with Phil Kessel out there in Arizona. Arizona of all places has more class than us. They don't even have their own stadium. <laughs> what the fuck? And and yet, their organization knows what it takes to to keep players happy. Like Mike Yo, and like him or or the organization, depending on. I I think Mike Yo did have a play in it because he did make the comment saying some of these veterans need to pick up the fucking case. Greg Montour says what Anthony just said was great. If people don't like it, they're morons. Thanks, Greg. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean it's it's a horrible look, and I I hope it, it does put the nail on this does put the nail on the coffin when it comes to the Keith Yandel thing. I I I do hope he's here next year. Uh, you, you need that. He's not going to be, uh, which is unfortunate. I but, wouldn't um, want to be. I if if you listen to all the guys that know him, like in the podcast community that are that used to be in NHL that like know him, he would stay. He he still wants to stay. He yeah. still wants to be here. He, he doesn't give a shit about the organ the organization up top. He cares about the kids that are in it. So you know he's, I, I like I said, my favorite player. I I want him to stay. So if he stays, good on the Flyers. If he goes, you know, the, him staying is the way to make this right. If if he stays, it's it's kind of even like more making the Flyers organization eat shit. It's like you guys fucked my record up, but I'm gonna take the higher road and still play here. Right, like yeah. I'll take the paycheck. Thanks, guys. Exactly. Yeah. It just sucks. I mean, it, it like say if Mike Yo wants to be a coach somewhere, other players are going to look at him like, dude, he just fucked this guy's Ironman streak up over what, like a power move, or he had to pick a veteran out of his lineup to to bench, and it just happened to be Keith Yandel. I mean, I I don't think Mike Yo is going to be a head coach anywhere. I mean, well, then again, if if Haskell is a head coach for fucking Seattle. Mike Yo's got a better chance. So. With 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 kind of that being said, um, <clears throat> we are running like an hour and a half here, um, and I have to get the ice works at some point. 
Um, I am going to throw this one in here. Um, it, it was originally sponsored by a uh, slapping. Uh, this is the slapping lies segment. Let me uh, start. Um, <clears throat> it was originally sponsored by iLily. Go to iLily for your, you know, audio rips and such like that. Uh, running, running short on time here, but we're going to put that to, it's sponsored by Neshaminy Creek Beer. Um, go to NeshaminyCreekBrewing.com. Check out their awesome beers, merch and such. I have to do this because now they're paying us. I didn't tell anyone that. Now now they're paying us. So. We got to kind of do them. I literally don't pay us. So what what flavor is this one? This one, like <clears> the wayward, wayward Wheat from Neshaminy Creek. It's a uh, Bavarian-style hyphen-wizen. That means nothing to a lot of people. But, um, yeah, I really liked the can, so I, I requested it. So we're going to put this bad boy in here. Jake's texting me saying he's going to kind of be there earlier. Now he's going to get the, the mixer. and yeah. Gotcha. To be honest with you, I really don't care. I still got to do the show. Um, that's a perfect for Um Real quick, by the way, too, if I could just jump in. Just something that has pissed me off the last X amount of years. Why don't the Flyers blast that goal horn longer? Like, they hit it for, like, two to three seconds. You had a longer goal horn at the start of the show. When they got the game-winning goal from Carcillo, okay, because I went back and I timed this thing out because it's pissing me off. Carcillo got that game winner. It was a game three or game four against the Devils in 2010. Game that four. goal horn played for 25 seconds. You can go back and time it. You like I don't know. It's just like the hometown. It's our ring type of thing. You don't control us. Like we're gonna do what we want for our fans. And now they barely play it, and they have the shittiest goal song. I just wanted to throw that out there. So <laughs> that the goal song, song is the song that our fucking fan, <clears throat> fans yeah. voted on. What's that yeah. tell you about the fan base? That's just all right. Here it is. Slapping lies. Mike Yo may actually be here to stay. Um, <clears throat> now here's the thing. <clears throat> That's why it's Hard slapping pass. lies. Hard What's pass. That? Hard pass on no, that one. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But here's the thing. Um, he's a coach that the people up top can control. Yeah. And the Yandel thing is an absolute um, att- attests to that completely. Um, I, I I think there's 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 a lot of validity to this to this rumor. Uh, this is an actual rumor that's happening right now uh, in the media. So um, it's that this is terrifying. Like this is absolutely terrifying. You just went from the which. I think that so there's there's three there's three coaches that are being looked at right now for the Flyers in the 2022-23 season. That's Rick Tockett, um, that is John Tortorella, and it's Jim Montgomery. Now Jim Montgomery is already I believe I think he's with the Blues. Yeah, he's an assistant. Jim Montgomery and I've heard this. I did some of my research. He's a very 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 educated man when it comes to, to hockey. Very very hockey smart. And uh, a lot of the player, former players that I know, have nothing but but high praise for Jim Montgomery, and legitimately say that he's the best choice for the Flyers' new head coach. Um, I'm going to go with my boys on this and say that uh, I, I'm going to go with the Jim Montgomery thing. I don't think it's going to happen though, just because I mean you're going to have to take him from another franchise. And how the hell do you do that? It's the St. Louis Blues. Like I don't see that being a thing. Um, Mike Yo cannot stay. It's just that's just that's my entire, that's my thing. You guys say what you say about Mike Yo cannot stay. 
I'm with that. I'm 100% with you. One, the fact that you even just tied that in where they can control Mike Yo, like scares the shit out of me because that means he's probably going to stay. Makes too much sense. Right. And Jesse, I told you. So out here, I went to the game a couple weeks ago in Minnesota. So I was talking to some wild fans and they all were saying like, what the fuck are you doing with him as your head coach? Like, if you stay with him and Fletcher, you're the mid 2000 teens Minnesota Wild, boring, bland in no man's land. You're getting picks 13 to 15. That's going to be somebody you might see in four years, and then you're gone in a year after that. Montgomery, that's fine. You saw what he did with that Dallas team before he had to leave, a team that ended up going to the cup. So I wouldn't hate that one. A couple of names, you know, talk it. I love him on the TV. I like how he put up with the young kids in Arizona. They didn't have the best success, but he has that background, right? Tortorella, an angry, hot-headed Italian like myself, I'm all for that. And you want to talk about culture change. He will weed out the country club players in that team in about 10 minutes. So I, I, that would be my number one guy. But a guy that, to torts. me, I would torts. love it for Tort. Yeah, because you're going to get guys on this team that I think are very soft that will be shipped out of here in 10 minutes. That's what I want. I want I want it weeded out. I want the old school flyers back that, you know, it's funny. You In Rocky too, right, when he's working in the gym because he can't box anymore and he's got the spit bucket, right, and the guy, and he, Rocky almost walks into somebody and Rocky goes, oh, oops, right? Like, it's Rocky Balboa saying oops. And the guy goes, don't you have anything tougher to say? That's the flyers now. The flyers bump into somebody and they're saying sorry. You know, you get these other teams that just run them over, and they're like, yeah, next time don't stand there. The Flyers are the oops Rocky. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bump you. Give me torts. Give me the fuck you attitude. We're going to beat the shit out of you. You know, remember when he was at the Rangers and the Devils started their fourth line in Madison Square Garden, Tortorella goes, no, 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 this is our building. Our fourth line is going to go, and it started a, a full-out brawl. Give me that. I want that. I want the Flyers back where they beat the hell out of you and then put up five and say, yeah, next time we're going to put up 10. And also another guy, like I said, under the radar that I don't think anybody's talked about, and just a name that always stuck with me, is Tony Granato. I believe he's still at Wisconsin coaching that team. Oh, my God. I don't know. The Granato family has good hockey roots, and if the Flyers going to put small forwards <clears throat> on the ice, he has success with a small forward who's lighting it up in uh, Montreal now in Caulfield. So – that's just one name that if I had to pick a dark horse, I'd love to see Granado maybe. You're too nice. Bro, I got out. You know, what's crazy is that I, I, I thought that <clears throat> when I heard the stuff about uh, uh, Torts, uh, the, the, hot, the hot topic uh, phrase was, he's going to be great for the media, but a horrible coach for the Flyers. And that was right when, um, that was right when the AV shit was was popping off, and they were saying he's a dinosaur and he's abusing this and abusing that, just that whole shit with Robin Leonard and Nolan Patrick being a fucking pansy. Um, you know, I, I agreed with it, but uh, you kind of just put me back on 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 pace with that. I, I kind of I think I gotta agree with you. I gotta agree with you when it comes to torts. I mean, just like you said, uh, weeding out the, the country club club uh, players. <clears throat> That's exactly what needs to happen. Um, yeah, I'm in on that. I'm in on that. I think I'm in on that. Uh, you just changed my, my, my mind, which doesn't happen often. Um, shit, you got anything, Wade? I mean, 
I hear the I hear the tap dancer over there. No, yeah, she's she's chugging water now. So <clears throat> um well we tried to do the uh tough love with A V. Um I I I wanted Tortorella when that whole situation was going, but um the way that the players are soft these days, he just get fucking canceled and get shit canned within oh. half a year. So Unfortunately, I don't see him really being a coach anymore in the NHL because the way everybody's so soft and censored these days. It's well, you also, shit, did, you also but... didn't think that a lot, all the fights were going to happen this year either. Look what the fuck happened. I think there's been more fights this year than there has been in the past like seven years. Probably. At least with uh, with the Flyers, with having McEwen up. My boy, my boy, that's why I couldn't put him in a uh, in, uh, what's it called? <clears throat> uh, Beauty of the Week. Fucker wasn't even playing. Could have been all three. But um, you know, uh the assistant coach for uh St. Louis you guys were talking about. Um what happens is usually Jesse in the all season, almost every coach you can if you don't have like an extended contract, you can actually view contracts from other teams. Right. So if if his contract's up at the end of the year with St. Louis which, hey, Montgomery, talk about Montgomery. Yes, which which you guys are talking about, like it could be up, so he could look at other offers. I mean, if other players think that, or former players that saying that he's a good coach, that would it would probably benefit the veter- the veterans that are already on the team. Also, Frank uh, Bialowis, um, Dave McIsaac said it. Um, I want to say I can't remember who the third guy is, but three three of them, three of them said brought his name up i was like who the hell is that and i looked him up i was like my god like this is hockey knowledge in, in, a, in a person here so <clears throat> the problem if, 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 if enforcers are saying it then he'll let them do their thing right. yeah the, the only problem with having having a background and us you know and a very good background like that it's all the pressure is going to be on you you know but you know what what happens is time and time again we never land on a draft pick that add up to the coaching style that we have. Look at like Haskell. He wouldn't. He wanted to be an upbeat, fast tempo type of guy. Stall. Doesn't matter because he, he's a coach for fucking Seattle now. But he wanted <laughs> he wanted to play an upbeat, fast pace, you know, forward, and we didn't really do that. We went the opposite. We went slower. And you know, AV likes the more veteranship. We brought more more younger guys up this year. It seemed like for AV, it's it it just seems like our, our unfortunately our organization just needs to to wipe clean, start from draft picks. Unfortunately for the players that we have, it just looks like you're going to have better chances elsewhere if if you're going to start over with a a good head coach. I I, I almost want to say that we're almost. Unable to retool within the next five years. Whoa, whoa! Just because we, sure I not mean, drinking some. <laughs> you know, I'm just gummed up. But um, mm. I'm. How it, are you? I mean, look, look, look at it. Like, are you gummed up? The only yes, the only players that we really <laughs> yeah. that we that we really hit recently in in drafts. I mean, Prove, he's like a top four defenseman on, on a, a cup contender. Sanheim, bottom six defenseman on a cup contender. Uh, Ristolainen, we, we had the trade for. 
Uh, Drew, we got we got a winger for in return. That's a, probably a top six at best on a cup contender. Uh, Sean Couturier is a good shutdown center. Shouldn't play top line minutes, but we're going to have to because he's got nobody else. Scott Lawton's a top six, mid six line guy. I mean, like our picks are all over the board. Just nothing in that top ca- caliber spot. So if you're going to want a high caliber head coach, you got to let him pick who he wants. And he has to stay here for four plus years to build his offense or his system. And unfortunately, Flyers are just just plugging, plug, plug here, plug there. This fancy name here will sign this fucking defenseman, overprice him because arbitration says so. Unfortunately, I, I just don't see us being being a uh, a cup contender in five years with yeah. any any head coach. I just refuse to believe that. Um, I know. I know. I'll be the negative Nancy this, this yeah. time around, but I honestly don't see us being that cup contender in the next five years. It sucks for Carter Hart. It sucks for Carter Hart because we keep hanging him out the dry every, every fucking game. There's yeah. one, there's one good decent pairing that he has. And everybody hates them. It's everybody hates Ristolainen and Sandheim, and they're the only two that are help clearing that fucking net. I like Risto. Prove won't clear the net because that's not in his skill set. He's good at shot blocks, but he ain't gonna fucking clear the net. York, Unpop- very unpopular uh, thing here. Yeah, Perrault's gonna be gone the all season. <clears throat> good luck with uh, that. The TikTok stuff will be gone. I gotta go. I don't even have that app. My girlfriend does, and she would show me all these fucking dances he would do. And I'm like, "Oh, he's got a TikTok? I, I think it's his better half. I don't know if it's a yeah, fancy it's his girlfriend, but it's like I don't care about this dude's dances. And again, it, it was probably like I don't know when the last one he's done was, but I'm like, I don't care what he's dancing. I care that he's a minus ten in the last two yeah. games for Christ's sakes. My wife's uh, a girl that my wife went to school with, uh, high school with, used to date him his first year here. And then obviously that ended, but <clears throat> I was hoping to, you know, what's up, man? What are you fucking up for? <laughs> Why he skates so fucking weird? I hate the way he skates. I hate the yeah. way he fucking skates. I fucking despise like two it. two hands on the stick. And always, I, it's... It looks like the stick's holding him up. It's, I, I don't know. Probably, obviously not. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to cut it there. I did have, you know, should we do the Phantoms? The Phantoms, uh, should we do the reporter? Well, you already brought it up that they're one point out of the playoff spot. Do Periscope there. Um, <clears throat> it was sponsored by the Shamity Creek. I drank that beer. That was very good, actually. That was very. It didn't last long. Started going, please. Um, so the Phantoms uh, won against Bridgeport and uh, Hershey. Lost against Wilkesboro this week. Uh, they played Bridgeport today. Hodgson was loaned back to the Phantoms. That yeah, was yesterday, I think. Uh, Wade Allison returned uh, Friday night from injury. Among those out with injury are Ryan Fitzgerald, Linus Hogberg, Linus Sandine, Jackson Cates, Gabriel Ustaminko, and Sam Erson. Uh, per, per Bob Rotra, concerning playoff contention, the Phantoms need to go 6-4-1 or 7-4-0 in remaining 11 games. Gives them a good chance. 
Hartford lost its seventh straight game last night, so their free fall continues. It isn't a quick description of how far back because different teams are playing a different total number of games, so it goes by point percentage. Um, and that comes from Sam Wismer from Flyers Nitty Gritty, uh, Puckin Flyers podcast, and Storm Surge Carolina Hurricanes podcast. Thanks, Sam. Um, I didn't say what place they're in. Um, I do believe they're one point out. I don't know. I could be wrong. We don't we don't pay attention too much to the Phantoms. I, I literally we talked to to Wade Allison and get our updates on him for when he's coming up and pretty much called today. Um, do I have? Let me see. I might still have that picture in here. I could show you. Andy. Of his injury? Yeah. I don't. It's gone. I don't. <laughs> it's gone. I took it out. I took it out. It was fucking gruesome. I'll text you. Um, but with that being said, yeah, so that's what we got. Phantoms, uh, Periscope down. Phantoms are doing their thing. They're in a better spot than the Flyers are right now, which isn't difficult. Um, but with that being said, okay, we got, we got one more comment. It's from Sam. It's not going by points anymore. They are doing it by point percentage. That sucks. What the fuck does that like? Not towards you, Sam. Just yeah. Why? Why would you do that? That's just complicating things. Let's have something um, that works. Let's just change it. <laughs> yeah. Um, with that being said, uh, we do have a segment that's that's uh, sponsored by Bylaws Concrete, but uh, we're not doing it because we literally covered everything about the kids the whole uh, the whole episode. So um, go to uh, bylawsconcrete.com. Use friend of the show Frank Bylawis. Um, for any of your construction needs, if you're in the tri-state area, uh, and you get to meet uh, Phantoms legend, Philadelphia legend. I don't know if you knew this, Anthony, but did you know that Frank Bailao sold more jerseys than uh, Eric Lindros and John LeClaire when he was here? Wow, the Lindros one amazes me. The LeClaire one, okay, but I had heard he was very popular. Oh, yeah. Can't imagine why. <laughs> Especially the Spectrum days. Fucking put him behind the bench. Make this team already tougher. I'm sure he had already beat the shit out of his own teammates if he he was he'd be in jail. He'd be in jail. He'd be he'd be in jail. Um with that being said, um that's that's pretty much what we got for Flyers Alley. Um Anthony, thanks for coming on. This is not gonna be the last time you come on here. Um yeah, I may even pitch you a permanent spot. Maybe we can keep it a little shorter than two hours. I think that's the long that's more like that's what we have in like a month. I appreciate um, you boys having me on. Yeah, anytime you want me to come on, absolutely. Anthony awesome. is the host of Off the Rails Podcast. You can see that on Twitter. Go follow him on Twitter at Off the Rails Pod 2 and the Off the Rails Podcast on Instagram. And you can also check him out, check out their links and stuff on the old city sports network.com. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Not gonna be the last time, trust me. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do this. And apparently Anthony wants to go to a uh well a game at the Wells Fargo Center. Yes, I could probably arrange that. We could make that happen. Well, at least tickets will be cheap now. <laughs> After I already ripped them, but yeah, I was telling you yesterday. We'll, well, let's catch a game next season. And my co-host on Off the Rails podcast, he's a Bruins fan, so we already have it. Once the schedule comes out, we'll find out when the Bruins play in Philly. And he's already talking his shit, but uh, we plan to catch that game as well. Yeah, well, they may not be making the fucking playoffs either, so you might not shut the fuck up. Um, yeah. And hey, when when Flyers play in Boston, like we'd love to have you guys. I'll be Oof. back in Boston to catch that game. Oof. Love to have you guys come up. I need all the help I can get in those sections. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you do not want me going anywhere. He's good. He'll just get gummied up and be cool. 
I am a fucking nightmare, but I'll take you up on that. Sounds um, good, boys. With that being said, like us on Facebook on our like page at facebook.com slash Flyers Alley on Twitter at Flyers Alley Pod One and Instagram at Flyers Alley. Like I said before, go to www.oldcitysports.com, old spelled O L D E, for all your OCS articles. We're going to have merch up there probably this summer, probably next season. Probably not going to have it up anytime soon. Um, and then go check out Ice Wars, Ice's War and, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, iwi.fights.com. Uh, with that being said, Flyers out. Hey everybody, Jesse here from Flyers Alley and Old City Sports Network. I want to tell you guys about one of our newest sponsors, Neshaminy Creek Brewing. Go to www.neshaminycreekbrewing.com. Check out all their cool beers. They have some of the best looking cans in the area. Everything is Philadelphia based, looks like Philly, gives you the Philly vibe. They have some great IPAs, Pilsners, Stouts, the works. Guys, go to www.neshaminycreekbrewing.com. Go check out this great sponsor. That we love at Old City Sports Network, and they love us too. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Jesse here from Flyers Alley and Old City Sports Network. Telling you guys to go try the iLily app. iLily.co. You want to record some things. You get 15 seconds to record your thoughts. If you're in a press box, you get to do that basically audio live tweeting. It's a great, great app. If you have a Google Play Store for Androids or just an app store for your Apple iPhones, go download it, check it out. You can put it anywhere you want. Share it to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Do what you want. We all use it in Alley. We all use it in OC Sports Network. You guys should too. Hey, everybody. Jesse here again from Flyers Alley and OC Sports Network. We got a great new sponsor in Luguru Custom Clothing. Our guy Colin Movie over there making great, great products. Hooking up the Admiral with a new Admiral Flyers Alley jersey. Go to www.lugaroo.co. Pick out your custom-made jersey. Great price. Top-of-the-line product. Tell them that the Admiral sent you. Get a great price.